Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the desperately struggling waters of Dungeons and Dragons. As ever, I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, joined once again by the inestimable Ro- Robbie Bellicom, the unenviable Sam Burns, and the unknowable Ellie Sparrow. <laughs> Why do I always get the shit ones <laughs> Because you're the last one, and last time you did this, I was Ellie the Sparrow. Sparrow. (laughs) It's literally because you have the last name alphabetically. (laughs) Ellie, you have become our Alan Davis. (laughs) Maybe everything's okay. Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) Well, you flirt with the host as much as he does. I cannot see down the podcast, but I'm currently making eyes at the host. That's strange. The very wide, the, the eyebrows are doing something curiously wiggly. Oh no, the whole face has gone up. The hands are coming to it now. <laughs> She's Basically just rubbing her face in despair. At a this little point. gremlin yeah. um, of flirtation. <laughs> oh, okay, so. As ever, we're going to give a space now for Future Us to deliver uh, any special announcements or messages. Hello, this is Future Jason with messages from the Grim Dark Present. In the Grim Dark Present, there is only war. This week on Robbie Watch, you can catch our favourite robot-killing outlaw in South End, where she'll be in Awful Auntie from Wednesday onwards. Uh, you can also regularly check our website, Facebook and Twitter for bonus content whenever we put that up. And if you can supply any ammunition, relief soldiers uh, against the uh, current invasion of the robot overlords, that would be appreciated as well. In any case, this is future Jason calling out. I need to go detonate a supply dump in the hopes of preserving the liberty of mankind. Back to you, past Jason. Everything is terrible. You know, I think they're starting to get a little better at it, Future Us. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. Future yeah. Us are really like yeah. going, going for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, Robbie's in Hollywood now. Like, I'm really <laughs> impressed with her. I mean, not doing anything particularly useful, mainly Just trespassing. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, like, how about those current events, yo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So such importance. That thing that that famous world leader has done. Yeah. Oh, I that thing. Welcome our robot yeah. overlords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with the possible announcements out of the way. <laughs> All the awkward silence, we're not sure. <laughs> it's uh, time for us to begin. Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party having uh, successfully delivered their... uh, (laughs) Successfully delivered their promised letter to the mayor of Pader's March... uh, (laughs) 
um, uh, <laughs> sparked off a series of events that uh, led to uh, swift orphaning and adoption, so to speak, uh, uh. of an adorable small child. Uh, attempts were made to stop her maybe escape, maybe abduction, not really clear, uh, but ultimately proved unsuccessful. Corzin uh, was successfully cured of uh, a bout of filth fever, thanks to the party's uh, stealthy actions, retrieving a seed pot from the uh, dangerous strangling rose. Uh, fortunately, they were light-footed enough uh, so as not to actually attract the rose's attention until they were uh, upon it, and severing its uh, private parts for their own needs. Uh, whereupon they set sail uh, for the port town of Borwick's Bay uh, based off uh, the uh, vision that Celestia had uh, oh, well had been uh, told of uh, by Olga of a ship with red sails uh, taking down the sailor's fancy. Uh, the uh, reason they headed to Borwick Bay of course was that Corzim had a contact there by the name of Lucky Lucia after a uh, despairing revelation as to the uh, fate of the Saber's Fancy, Celestia proceeded to imbibe a very large amount of alcohol and become embroiled in a brief uh, bar fight uh, with a ludicrously insane gnome. Whose <laughs> uh, name is Fighty. Yes. <laughs> F-I-T-I. Uh, so, That's all you really need to know. Yeah. The uh, party then proceeded, one way or another, uh, back into uh, the Stuck Pig, uh, the more questionable uh, tavern in town, heading beneath to the opium den below, uh, where in a private back room they met the uh, slightly serpentine uh, tiefling uh, by the name of Casimir head of uh, whatever local organisation of uh, thieves and ne'er-do-wells could be found in Borwick's Bay. Uh, after we, after learning or a little bit of Corzin's history in the town, uh, Casimir offered uh, to provide an introduction to the network of black markets uh, at which a ship such as uh, what is currently believed to be the Scarlet Wind, the Red Sailed Ship, uh, would need to sell their cargo at. In exchange, however, Casimir has asked the party's aid in uh, performing a little light burglary the following morning. As we uh, bring ourselves back in, uh, Casimir is uh, uh, preparing to... Uh, engage in a little uh, discussion of uh, how to plan the proposed heist against uh, one uh, against what's his name here you go one uh, Jacques Ancre the harbour master and local cleric a retired adventurer however as mentioned in the uh, previous episode Celestia drank a lot of alcohol. Uh, <laughs> An awful lot. Three quarters to two thirds to three quarters of a uh, bottle of whiskey. A small bottle, but nevertheless. Uh, so, Celestia, let's roll some constitution saves. Oh dear. Okay, so this is your first. Can I ask you for your first constitution save, please? Okay. I'm going to use my new dice that Robbie got me. Ooh. Ooh oh dear. Shiny. Ah. Uh. 
This is that not is my fault. A Sixteen. That does not succeed. I have a lot of whiskey. Can I ask <laughs> you for your second save, please? Oh shit! Between the wall and the road. Fucking yes. Hell. That was a really good roll as well for you. Oh, that's a six. Maybe we change dice for the okay. last one. <laughs> last one, please. Oh, I hate all of my dice. Help me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's off the off table. The table. Oh, that's off the table. table. Also, it was a five, so it <laughs> didn't count. Oh, oh that's better. a two. <laughs> okay. As, uh, oh, as you prepare to um, begin planning your, the heist, Celestia, you just sort of feel everything kind of... Celestia smacks head first into the table. Oh, no. I kind of go, so what are we going to do about this robbery then? <laughs> <laughs> just like half a sentence gets out. <laughs> uh, Casimir looks at the uh, fallen elf. I get the feeling she has uh, had a bit of a rough night, yes? It's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, and a tough one at that. Lucia, do you want to drag her into one of the cots outside? Let her get some uh, get some rest. Make uh, sure she doesn't swallow her tongue. Can that happen? No. I am never drinking again. Uh, Lucia uh, <laughs> looks up. Uh, don't worry, I've had a bit of experience in this sort of thing. <clears throat> she bodily uh, <laughs> picks up <laughs> the fallen dark elf and slowly and drags her out into the adjoining room <laughs> where she is uh, slumped onto a uh, uh, onto a cot uh, Celestia we will return to you in a little bit of time <laughs> mostly I will just uh, pass out for a bit yep <laughs> okay so returning and sitting back down uh, Casimir uh, makes some explanations so I know how uh, I know how I would prepare this if it was with my usual crew, but as mentioned, their temporary incarceration pres- produces some difficulties. As such, I am not so familiar with your uh, group specialties. Uh, certainly a high tolerance for alcohol, not for uh, one of you, but that won't be a required part of the job. Uh, so, what... A- Let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, what we know about Cas- uh, about Ankhra's uh, 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 location, and uh, then I'm willing to hear suggestions you might have, uh, just to get a feel of how you operate. First of all, Ankhra's <clears throat> house, it is a large single-story house, all uh, ground floor, as it were. To the best of my knowledge, there is no attic involved. Uh, It is of uh, reasonable construction, stone and wood. Uh, And again, it has two entrances we know of. There is a front door, and behind there is a kitchen door with access to, well, the kitchen. Uh, Also, they do have a cellar entrance uh, next to the kitchen door for uh, bringing various uh, victuals in as required. Uh, Ankhra is known to enjoy a good drink. Most of the members of the Pious will be uh, with Ankhra uh, during the uh, festival, keeping an eye on him and keeping an eye on the people. But uh, although we have never successfully managed to get one of those uh, 
fanatics on our side to serve as a mole, uh, we do know the people who make deliveries to the house. We think it is likely that eight of members of the pious will stay behind. That's the number that have stayed behind on previous such occasions. Oncre seems to believe this is a uh, comfortable amount. Um, we've never been into the house itself before this point, but I can confirm that there are windows into, it seems, most of the rooms, not the pantry, uh, although, though uh, I suspect one might be able to get into the cellar through that route. The house itself is uh, surrounded on uh, most sides uh, by garden. Uh, Ankara owns the plot surrounding it. The uh, sides, either uh, to the, uh, let's say, east and west of the plot, there is a line of trees separating it off from the houses and their estates on either side. The front backs onto it is uh, moves directly onto a street with a large iron gate, uh, which is not which has a latch but not a lock, and the back uh, also um, uh, borders a smaller, less travelled street. In in all cases, however, there is a uh, there is a fence, uh, decorative primarily with some hedging, so no higher than uh, five feet. Uh, along its perimeter. There is also a small ornamental pond, just for the, in case uh, that give, it gives you any ideas. I know sometimes uh, travelers can have interesting little tricks they can play, so it's worth mentioning. What we can tell you as well is the back part of the house's windows are uh, covered with iron grates. These are uh, not designed to be easily opened. There, I do have some tricks that might allow us to uh, manage to get them uh, open so long as we, uh, with, a, with a little bit of filing, but the problem is that that would take time. And time will be an important part of this, uh, of this particular job. You see, we have uh, spent a little bit of time looking at the response times and uh, the timing of patrols. During this, uh, Lucia will be uh, serving as lookout. She and I have a couple of uh, useful little tools which allow us to communicate at a distance. Uh, something that uh, we were paid in kind by, by a maid once upon a time. They still function, it's very useful. Uh, so the, she will all be able to uh, keep in contact with me while we are inside or on the uh, property. She will also be handling the escape, which we have prepared. Uh, as I said, this was prepared with in mind with our other crew, so we have sufficient supplies. If we manage to emerge without tripping too much notice, Lucia will have a covered wagon, which we'll be able to slip beneath the cover of, and she will drive that to a safe house we have prepared uh, deeper in town. If we need to come out fast, she will also have a, uh, she will have a Lucia. You have, still have uh, five horses? Yeah, yeah, I got five. Yeah, so we will have five fast horses uh, should we need to race through the streets. You will be informed of where the safe house is before uh, we conduct our business. In either case, once we get to the safe house, there is a few secret tricks I have from there to help us uh, of evade capture. 
Now, the uh, watch patrols fairly regularly in uh, these areas. Only in the front streets, not in the back. They uh, typically come by every two minutes. It takes them 30 seconds to cross this uh, length of the street, uh, by which point they move on to another street and will not be seen for another two minutes. In the event that watch are called, from experience, it takes around three minutes for the watch to arrive after one of them blows their whistles. Or if uh, their whistle is destroyed, if they are not able to use their whistles and one was sent as a runner, perhaps a little longer. But that's the general response time from what we know. Ankhra himself will be um, a little over th- three and a half minutes run or, or fast jog away from his house where the, uh, where the uh, festival is taking place. Now, fortunately, the pious and the watch do not necessarily get on. So, if one of the pious goes to catch Ankhra, it is unlikely that they will also alert the watch. On top of that, Ankhra will, at noon precisely, start a series of rituals which are necessary to placate and uh, properly uh, celebrate and respect the spirits. These cannot be interrupted for any reason. They will take a total of 15 minutes. So, we will have a clear window of 12 to 12.15 before Ankhra can attempt to return from the festival. If Ankhra does does return, we will want to get out. He is a very powerful cleric. Well, it makes sense that uh, we should do it during Mm. that 15 minute window. Exactly. You you mentioned the the kitchen door. Mm. Could there perhaps be a delivery that needs making that we could uh, disguise ourselves as um, I don't know uh, bakery delivery people or um, you can, fishermen. Um, or... That's certainly possible. Yes, if you feel comfortable. Myself, uh, I am more of a sneak thief and a burglar. But if you uh, and of course uh, my main line of trade with the smuggling. But if you feel confident pulling a confidence trick, then yes, that's certainly a. a, a something we could do. Uh, if one of you in particular is the most comfortable leading that, then I can happily just trail behind uh, not speak too much. I mean, people tend to believe me when I tell them things, but I'm not sure I look like a baker. No, that's true. I mean, it depends what you can do with, uh, you know, the, the Dark Elf is uh, conspicuous in a certain sense, <laughs> but perhaps... If you can talk fast, you might be able to pull it by, if you can think of a good reason. Also, you can change what you look like. Hmm. Not much. No, I've got this hood. I look like a, I'm a dwarf, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, definitely a dwarf. Um, <laughs> make, make a disguise check. Sorry, <laughs> deception check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not being too deceptive today. Uh, I think that's a 13. Casimir kind of looks at your word, seems to notice your words and peers at you for a moment. I think maybe you and I, we have a talk after this, yes? (laughs) (laughs) Usually people leave me when I tell them things. (laughs) So, 
usually. Uh, I am a safe cracker. I can pick locks. If we need to get through doors, if we need to uh, try and... Uh, when we come to the safe itself, that is my area of specialty. So don't. So that is not an area which uh, we'll need to worry about too much. I am not... Uh, I am not uh, the best toe-to-toe -to -toe fighter. If someone is distracting me, I can uh, perhaps pull a few dirty tricks, but uh, generally, if it comes to a fight, can you handle yourselves? Or would you... Uh, I've been known to. Hmm. Yeah, mostly. Okay, okay. So, Do you know where actually in this house, this safe you're going to be cracking is? Most likely, yes. Uh, we know a little bit about the interior. I don't have a map. But we know from uh, talking to people uh, that, uh, as well as a kitchen and pantry in the cellar, uh, we know that the uh, priest likes to entertain people. So he has uh, quite a set-up uh, dining room, uh, where he also uh, eats meals with the members of his pious. On top of that, the pious have their own barracks. Uh, or and a simple training room from what we know within the house itself uh, most of them will be out as I mentioned at the uh, uh, engaging with the festival but it is a place where they sleep and eat and, and practice we know that he is a collector of some books of interest and he uh, and we have heard that he likes to show off trophies from his adventuring days. So likely there may be a trophy room or similar somewhere. Um, and of course, he will have a bedroom or study of some sort. I suspect that the safe is most likely to be found either in his study or bedroom or in this trophy room. We could always jam the lock for the barracks. That'll slow them down if they do wake up. That That's a very good That idea. would be an effective way, yes. I can use lock picks, but I haven't got any. He looks at you up and down for a moment, reaches down below the desk and opens, pulls open a drawer and removes a small black uh, silk roll. Pulling it open, you can see that there is a full spread of different kinds of picks and skeleton keys. She closes. <laughs> I'm always willing to help uh, a brother out. And says, dropping the, uh, <laughs> the roll into your hand. Wimmer, you and I, we have to stick together. It's a hard world. It's important to look after your family. <laughs> now then, <clears throat> all right. Uh, if you have uh, anything else that you think can think of at this point. Uh, it may be worth mentioning. Otherwise, I suggest you spend a little bit of the morning. Uh, I know a good coffee shop, uh, by the way, for your uh, <laughs> the, uh, companion. Probably be a good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He gives you an address. You head there, you get some of this wrong stuff. <laughs> and, uh, what, what do you recommend? Uh, there is uh, this particular type of... Um, Ferrogen, uh, yeah, Ferrogen uh, Black is a deep roast. Is uh, they they call it the the Espresso or something? Um, just get two of those. <laughs> right, you are. Yes, just just get, ask them for a double of those and maybe two more. 
and go from there. It, so, it uh, a quadruple express. Got it. Yes, quadruple express. <laughs> so, the... Uh, could just oh, give her a little zap. That'll wake her up. That could work as well. <laughs> um, she probably wouldn't thank you for that. Mm. Regardless, I would recommend you spend a little bit of the morning, if you wish, uh, doing a little bit of scoping at yourself, uh, if you want to get a, a view on the place. Uh, otherwise, uh, we are to meet, and he um, produces a he does produce a map of the town, which you can see is kind of hand drawn. It's there, and there's a lot of notations on it. It's sort of a working map, as you as it were. Right. Um, and he points to us to where you are now, and points to a specific street near the house. You can see the house is marked with an X. We meet up here at uh, half pa- uh, I'd say ha- uh, half an hour after eleventh bell. I will have a watch to keep track of precise time. And he uh, produces from his pocket a beautiful and like kind of quite large because of the, t- uh, uh, the technology available uh, pocket watch. And flipping it open, you can see it's... I don't think any... Only, the only person who would have seen a watch before would be causing. Actually, no, wait. No, no, Celestia's unconscious. Celestia yeah. doesn't see this. <laughs> Celestia might have done, but uh, uh, Corzin, uh, you recognise what looks like a miniaturised version of, a, of like a mariner's timepiece, the type that you would use to cross oceans with. Mm. Um, and it's it's big enough to just fit into the palm of his hand. That must have cost a pretty penny. That it is, my friend, uh, which is why I will be holding on to it. But it is very useful for when we need to be uh, precise about time. So, if that is all, um, my friend, why don't you uh, wait with your uh, Dark Elf companion? I would like to have a word with uh, the Dwarf. I'm a Dwarf! I slink off and um, oh, find Celestia. Uh, Lucia comes out with me. Stranger to <laughs> I don't go far. Yeah, but, you're just basically yeah. just out the door, outside the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, Casimir uh, looks down to you, and there's this kind of curious smile to, to his lips. It is okay. In this place, far from prying eyes, we can be who we are. I take my hood down. Kind of raises his eyebrows. I can see I can see why you would have trouble. I am fortunate, he says, gesturing to his own quite small horns and uh, how his relatively human features. It's you gotta feel it's quite easy for him to pass as ordinary. Where did you come from, if I if I may ask? Scarrell's Cove. Uh, I do not know the community there. Um where who were you? What family were you raised by? I wasn't. Ah. He seems a little surprised by this. That is um, misfortunate for you, my friend. Uh, hmm. If your travels take you to Crosswater, which I suspect they will, given where your party want to go, um. I would suggest you look for the... Try and find the... If you can hear anything about the Grimani family. 
Grimani. Yeah, the Grimani, Grimani family. Um, you might wish to try uh, the Brass Lantern. Brass Lantern. Uh, I am. It has been a few years since uh, I was in Crosswater, but from what I remember, that is uh, that is a a safe place for us. You can find uh, the Grimani family if they still own that tavern. They look out for little cousins like yourself. Thank you. Mm. Some of them even work honest jobs. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a ruffle on the hair. Okay, go, go be with your friends. You run into trouble. If you you ever find yourself uh, back in here when we're not about to commit a crime and need to lay yeah, low for a while, you know that's the yeah, same. yeah, come, <laughs> come, come back here. Okay. Yeah. Nods and gestures to the door. Hood back up. <laughs> yeah, hood back up. Dwarf, back, dwarf beard back. I'm on. a dwarf. <laughs> Tuck the tail back in. Yep. Dwarf mode engaged. <laughs> Hide the little hooves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's so leave. <laughs> the uh, door kind of closes b- behind you, and um, Celestia. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Mm. Am I even capable of carrying her? Uh, I mean, between us, probably not. Probably you? not. You can try and rouse her. It's. Oh, it's going to be like Gulliver's Travels with the little yeah. people. Yeah, like you can. Oh, you can try and like. The, <laughs> I'm going to say, like, if you want, you could try and rouse her. I don't even know what check this would be. Possibly. How long have I passed out for? It's like one day. Uh, yeah, you are, you are blacked out for the next two hours. Oh, God. Well, a shopping grasp is quite attempting. Okay, you can try and make a shopping grasp uh, if you want. But I could do so much damage. <laughs> Very squishy. Yeah. I'm also unconscious, so yeah. I have no say over this. Yeah. Um, could I get. Well, first of all, some just cold water. Yep. Um, yeah, there is a jug nearby. Curiously, there is a jug nearby, and it occurs to you that maybe this is a means to get her to wake up the various people in their opium sleeps. Oh, maybe this one's yeah. jug of water is for. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going right, to splash. Splash over. Uh, uh, Celestia, make a Constitution check to see if that will check save. Or a save. save. See save. if that will wake you up. Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Oh, that's a six. <laughs> now you nope. are well into your alcohol-induced blackout. This just sort of goes and rolls over. You can try something else. Um. Hmm. Well, if you try shocking grasp now, you may short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are unconscious and wet. <laughs> Lucia right. folded her arms, looks like yeah, that one. That one's. Uh, Really out of it. How much did she drink? Uh, Best part of a bottle of whiskey in uh, not very much time. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, I suppose uh, it's got to be the smooth stuff, hasn't it? You know, the, the type where you get your eyesight back in three days, guaranteed, or your money back. <laughs> See, here, she looks at you. Did no? she? Uh, <laughs> did she get the drink from here or the milk? The mermaid's milk. It was the mermaid's milk. milk. Yeah. Oh, then she'll be fine. She'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try a minor illusion and 
try the sound that those very angry dogs were making when we were not okay. fighting the angry uh, dogs. Roll the constitution save, please. <laughs> <God>. Right exterior. <laughs> Oh, it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia, don't give a fuck. That's Celestia, you are you are passed out cold. <laughs> All right, you're no, starting we, to have dreams about to... being chased by dogs. <laughs> we're going to have to try oh, and carry her up the stairs. Yeah, I'm just going to very night. quickly try one more one minor more, illusion. One more minor illusion. And the smell of like a really like something burning. Okay, really one last one last check to see if you can wake up. Like a bad fire. Ten. No. Okay, ten was the DC. No <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Celestia, you do you are not going to remember anything about the next two hours. Nope. So you are conscious, but you have all of the judgment you would expect to have while blackout drunk. Is <laughs> there fires? What's happening? Yes, you're on fire. Why am I on fire? <laughs> Celestia, like, pats herself like she's on fire. <laughs> what? You have to put it out by dancing. Quick! No, Quick. everything's spinny. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to try and attempt to pull her up right. You've got to walk to this shop or you'll burn to death. Why are you being so weird? <laughs> make, make it's not working. Check. Make what? Make an, uh, cause it. Make an athletics check. Oh, athletics, okay. <laughs> That is a... Ooh, that's a 24. Okay, you're, a lot, you're a lot smaller than her, but you know a thing or two about leverage. Yep. <laughs> I also so, know about low centre of gravity. Yeah. So with, with a little bit of, of careful positioning, you've managed to pull the drunken elf upright. Why? Why are you both so small? What's happening? <laughs> it was, we're the, the same size we've always been. Now you have got to get up these stairs. But there are three of them. There are... <laughs> At least. There, there are 12 steps. <laughs> I'm going to cast friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I really think you should go up the stairs. Uh, make, a, make a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh no! You that's do a, have disadvantage against being charmed, so this the, oh, she's right, already got advantage. advantage so uh, ten. I mean, it's up to you. Like, does that feel like persuasive enough for drunk Celestia? Why am I going up the stairs? That seems very difficult. There's more alcohol at the top. I don't think I need any more alcohol. <laughs> There's more alcohol down here. It'll get you if you don't. Fine, I'm going up the stairs. Leave, <laughs> shut up. Leave me alone. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Corson watches this and goes, wow, that worked. <laughs> Just because. Make a dexterity. Oh, God. This is going to fall down the Save? stairs. Save. Save. Do I get disadvantage on this because I'm drunk? Can we assist her? Yes. You're assisting her so it cancels out the disadvantage. Okay, cool. It's Just a straight one. Alright, that's a 13. Okay, with Celestia kind of topples a few times, but you manage, <laughs> both of you like trying to steady her from below, you manage to get her up the steps. <laughs> and stagger her out into the uh, stuck pig above. Where do you wish to try and take her? <laughs> oh dear. Where was that shop? The the, the coffee shop. Yeah, we, we, we were given an address. Let's, um, let's go and try and find it. It's 11 at night. The coffee shop. It occurs to you that coffee shop might have been recommended as a thing for the morning. Oh, oh right, of course. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, in which case then... 
We've got to find. Can we just sleep this off? Are the stairs finished now? (laughs) No, there's more. Keep walking. Stairs are finished now. No, let's get her back to the ship. They're invisible stairs. Okay. um, There'll be some water there. I I would like. I just because of where of your of your current position in this town, Corzin. I would like everyone to make stealth checks. Yes, Celestia with a disadvantage. Right. Celestia is so stealthy right now. Natural 20. Oh, that's a 1. <laughs> <laughs> a 1 and a 20. That would be an 8. <laughs> so that's a total of 24. Okay, the um, the 3. I'm just going to start singing. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. <laughs> I don't I think that's speak. how it goes. <laughs> You're trying. You're desperately trying to get her back along the route to, to, towards the docks, um, but the fact is, like Scamp, although you are, you know, like easily, you, know, you aren't too noticeable in the shadows and the and the dim light uh, from uh, you know, what little light is reflected uh, off the clouds, which isn't much. You know, there aren't that many lanterns out and about. Um, Celestia is singing to wake the dead. <laughs> she, she might have lost her talent, but she hasn't lost her belting ability. <laughs> um, and it's time for us oh, to no. them. Is she at least going the right way? You are at least pulling her the right way, uh, but you can hear, like, uh, looking up, I'm going to say the uh, three of you notice um, there is a pair of... of 20. Uh, a <laughs> pair of blue-coated uh, watchmen. Uh, kind of coming around, ra- uh, are now approaching from another street, uh, p- probably to try and put paid to the uh, dis- to the public disturbance. Um, they, I'm going to see whether one of them recognises you, causing okay. on sight. Uh, they don't seem to recognise you on sight, but they are very much approaching the three. Okay, I'm pulling my tricorn down again, yeah. and I'm whispering to Celestia. <laughs> Time, but it's time for us to go to bed. Okay, if you guys aren't making any <laughs> deliberate effort to run or anything, the uh, two watchmen come up. <sighs> sorry, officer, she's had a bit too much to drink. We're getting her home. Sorry. All right. <coughs> make, make a persuasion check. He's kind of they're, they're they're kind of frowning and looking quite annoyed. Um, persuasion. That is a twenty-four. <laughs> all right, all right. On your way. On your way. We're, we're, where, where, where are you staying? On a ship. Right, on fine, a ship. fine. On go, a ship. Go, go, go. Also, for, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm very nice. Yeah, I, I stopped. Sure you are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> on your way, on your way. <laughs> there is at least one advantage to this, is that nobody's going to be looking at me when there's this yeah. going on. I just <laughs> gesture vagely in Celestia's direction. Oh, no. the, uh, I mean, it is nice. After some effort, you kind of make your way. You're making your way back towards uh, town, uh, towards the the deck, uh, the uh, the deck. What the ship? Um, when you're actually making your way just past the wishing fish which you didn't actually go into uh the wishing fish has a um i'm gonna say a sort of uh has a sort of um cheerful sign it actually has uh i think it's a bream 
um, on the sign, but painted in very bright colours for a green and looking very cheerful. It looks kind of hopeful, as if, uh, as if there's you know a, a fate awaiting it that doesn't end up uh, being on someone's dinner plate. Huh. Uh, the um, doors open and you watch. Um, oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. And as um, a group of people come out, um, there is one fellow, uh, not quite like the others he's uh, dressed in um, kind of sober looking a sober looking uh, shirt uh, vest and trousers but quite well made in his 60s with quite heavy build uh, you can see some scars along the side of his face and his hair done up in a silver ponytail um, just along and there's there's a little, a little uh, torch light outside providing a little uh, light uh, would it be a torch? Actually, I think it... Yeah, yeah, it would actually be a torch because gas, uh, gas lights have not yet reached this part of uh, the country. Um, and he is surrounded by about uh, by four um, kind of slightly drunken-looking, jovial men and women um, who, who are in simple brown clothes but with white armbands tied around their upper arm. <laughs> and... Um, oh, here we fucking go. Yeah, uh, and just in the light, uh, I'm actually going to say Celestia and Corzin, you can see f- just gently um, swimming through the air behind him uh, is a spirit that's a little more together than a lot of spirits you've seen. It has a very defined looking form, that of a silvery fish-tailed goat. Um... However, one of the uh, figures happens to turn in your direction mm. and cause in, uh, you recognise uh, this woman, not by name, but by appearance. Uh, kind of uh, dirty, shortcut, dirty blonde hair and um, a face that uh, only a mother could love, <laughs> possibly after she'd finished beating it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and indeed it looks like that might have happened to her face at some point uh, she's, uh, she, she's, she's got a broken nose um, she looks over and happens to lock eyes with you Corson and you recognise her uh, from, the, uh, from, from, from down below uh, from a time when she kicked your ribs in uh. and she goes wait a minute oh over there you and she points uh, to you and start uh, uh, and starts moving over to investigate. Uh, split second de- de- reaction, guys. What do you guys want to do? Should we run? Yes, Let's run. See me. No, not Celebrity. You. Yes. Celestia <laughs> so, Stardust. Nice to meet Celestia you. Celestia starts making a scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try and push her in the scout. You're trying to push her uh, away. It's causing. What do you do? Okay, I am. I'm going to attempt to hide behind Celestia. <laughs> Make a stealth check. Uh, that is an unnatural twenty. Okay, she comes forward. Uh, yeah, this this uh, rough-looking, pious woman. She moves forward, like, "Hey, where are you? You, you see a little halfling around here?" I've seen. Yes, he went that way. Many halflings. <laughs> Make a deception. <laughs> I know loads of halflings. Uh, 22. She looks at over. Alright. Lads! 
I think I spotted an old friend. This way, she gestures, and she looks at you, uh, Celestia. You should be careful of the evils of drink. We'll send you to a bad end. And they all walk off. You're going to a bad end. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> With Make disadvantage. That was so intimidating. Uh, That's actually really intimidating. That's a 17. She's like... You can see that she's about to, you know, like, she turns back as if she's, like, you can see her fist starting to raise as if she's going you know, to put paid to this, uh, to, to this, you know, drunken sort. And then it seems to clock to her that you're a, you're a female drow on the surface. And she abruptly t- uh, about faces <laughs> and strides <Aww>. off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, bye, run away. She 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 literally passes yeah. right by you, Corzin, without seeing you. I was going to say, actually, as, as Celestia turns around, you will see Corzin kind of latched, limpet-like onto her backpack. <laughs> You're very heavy. Get off of me. <laughs> the um, three of you make your way back to the ship. And just about managed to get Celestia into her bunk, where upon Celestia you pass straight back into dreamless sleep. Mm. Better morning... make sure she has enough water. Yeah. Good luck getting any water into her at this stage, Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> the morning comes. Oh dear. <laughs> Celestia, you are woken up by the harsh rays of sunlight oh, through the porthole. Uh... It is the 15th of Falling Leaves. Uh, the day of last harvest, uh, the not last harvest, uh, the day of uh, actually yeah, last harvest festival, um, and oh god, your head feels like someone has stuffed it with cotton wool. Your li- you are in agony. Everything hurts. Uh, is the best way to describe <laughs> that. Um, sorry. Yeah, you. As you wake up, you can see that um, by this by this point, up to you guys uh, whether you guys are already awake or not. <laughs> probably about oh, it's probably about eight in the morning. You you, yeah, you slept straight. Um, Celestia lurches up to the top of the ship for a little sick over the side. <laughs> morning. I was going to say like there, there'd be a, a a flagon of water and a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, Celestia. You have a hangover, so yes. you you have one. This counts as one level of exhaustion. Oh, what does that actually no. mean? You have disadvantage like on ability checks uh, until you can either take a long rest, uh, under not under the effects of alcohol, uh, to recover, or unless it is suspended by an effect such as coffee. Although prolonged coffee use has some negative side effects. <laughs> <laughs> so until long rest or coffee, yeah. <laughs> Awesome, I've written that down. Well, Celestia's feeling really good. Oh, God. So, what happened yesterday? We're doing a heist! Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. We've got to go and uh, scope the place out today, but I think the first thing we've got to do is find you Can some you be coffee. seen? Should you not be seen around there? 
Around where, precisely? The guy's house. The guy who hates you. Well, it's going to be no more dangerous there than anywhere else on this uh, island. I'm really good at disguising people. I have a disguise (laughs) kit. Do you? Yes. I can use that. Brilliant. You're good at makeup and things, are you? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suggested that we pose as um, people delivering uh, supplies for the kitchens, but that's a conversation we can have after you're at least somewhat uh, back to your normal self. Yeah, that might be a while. Um, how can we make me look like a kitchen maid? I mean, I'm very <laughs> uh, sort sorry. of drow. Uh, Rather a tall one, but yeah, I'm sure we could do it. I mean, if we covered the skin up and put me in boring clothes, maybe. How influential are drow? I mean, if you turned up at the door and demanded to see the, the master of the house, would they just let you in and wait for him? That's a GM question, actually. Um, in all seriousness. I, I mean, you're not really sure. You know that. Uh, you know that they do have um, a lot. You know, you're you're certainly used to a society where drow are on top of the heap, um, yeah. and you know that they. You know, you have been treated with a certain amount, certainly in Skull's Cove, with a certain amount of distance and deference. Um, so it's not inconceivable. That someone like you might have, yeah, might be at least used to making haughty demands. Mm. Um, but you know that they're not, they don't, you know, unless they are themselves members of the surface nobility, which is blatantly something that does not happen, um, you know, all you would have is you would have about as much authority as someone, as say, like a visiting um, dignitary from another country would. I mean, I can do a decent job of looking important. I do that quite well. Um, but there aren't... My worry is there aren't many drow in this town. And mm. even if, you know, I disguise myself as a different drow and not me, um, their search wouldn't be hard, would it? No. They, well, everybody's been very surprised to see me around. Uh, um, what I will say... Also, I'm not sure how much power I'd actually have, because... I don't imagine he knows many. It is conceivable that you could try and use some of the makeup in your disguise kit to attempt to pass as, say, a half elf, like a half wood elf or something. Like a normal yeah. half elf. Or, or, or even, you know, you could try and pass as a, as, as a high elf. Uh, it, would, it, would re- it would essentially require you to put on. Basically, white face. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if it is it is a thing you could do. You could try and pass as a high elf. Um, I could. I mean, I've got the bone structure and stuff. Yeah. Like, mm. We we could disguise me as a half elf. I could. Yeah, we could. Like I say, buy some dull clothes. I don't own anything dull personally, but um, you know, I've got money. Mm-hmm. That might be something we can get in the town. Yeah, surely there'll be clothes shops and that kind of thing. Um, but what are you going to do then? I mean, what we want is to keep this guy away from this house for as long as possible. Yeah, but I mean, he's away from the house anyway, isn't he? I seem to yeah. remember the 15 minutes comment before... Yeah, um, that's long enough to... Blackout happened. <laughs> 
That's about one of the last things you remember before waking up. Yeah, I, out of yeah. character, I do remember that we yeah. said that before. I yeah, no, out, it was so. said before you biked <laughs> yeah. So we've got that 15 minutes. That's that's enough, isn't it? Should be. Should be to go in, get a safe and leave. I mean, do we want a distraction for any guards that might be in the house? Do we know what guards are in the house? Right. Eight. Eight of them, okay. I mean... Possibly more. What we need is a a ruse of some kind that would lure them away. Like maybe if they believed that Fire? one of us had stolen. Oh, possibly, yeah. I mean, do they have? What do they have? Is there a little outbuilding or anything? Can we set that on fire? Have or even just illusion it? it? Yeah. I make the image. You make the smell. Yeah. Yeah. Could work. Spider illusion do smells. Oh, I think yeah, it it's does. a separate thing. But you can't do both. Yeah, yeah can, you, can you do sounds? Yeah, it's, it's sound usually or smell? one of like one, uh, as it were, sensory plane. If I just double check that for you, I'm sure I saw a smell somewhere, but I no, can't illusion. see it. it. No, it is a sound. So or sound image. or image. So yeah. technically, the smell of burning wouldn't work. But no, I'm saying I mean, you could have done the crackling sound of burning. Fair this enough. might be a bad person's suggestion, but we could just set something on fire. I'm pretty good at that. You are. You're very good at that. You know, I'm not particularly um, cut up about uh, damaging this man's property, as you can probably appreciate. So, yeah. How do you know him? It's a while ago, uh, when I was here last, but um, as you probably... Well, do you remember anything of what happened on the way back to the uh, boat last night? Um, I remember my head on the table, and then I remember this morning. You made friends. <laughs> right, okay. I didn't, God, I didn't no. do anything. What did I do? I didn't do anything, did I? Nothing, nothing you need to be concerned about, but, you know, yeah. we ran into one of those, um, those groups of the pious, as they call themselves. Yeah. Like I said before, there are a bunch of ham-fisted brutes, mainly, and that particular one and I had history, being as she kicked ten kinds of shit out of me at one point. I didn't Why? like her. She took a disliking to me. Maybe I was you didn't not. Do anything. I was obviously not pious enough for her, but her and her um, boss there, I decided uh, needed to be brought down a peg. I didn't do anything um, uh, violent or harmful. I just happened to um, help along their own hubris. Hmm. I like the sound of this. <laughs> He's the one that went in the water. He was, yeah. He went in the she water. had to fish him Did out. You... <laughs> Did you push him into the sea? Did no, I saw the plank on the pontoon so he fell in the fat git. Huh. <laughs> well done. No, good for you. People shouldn't beat the shit out of people for no reason. That's um, horrid. Oh, well, you know how it is. The, the guy's basically got his own personal militia, and that sort of uh, power goes to somebody's head. Yeah. So we burn his house down? Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we only need to leave um, the room with a safe in it, not burn. We just burn everything else, don't we? I prefer that nobody else get uh, yeah, injured for yeah, him being a, 
is yeah. this is actually a fair point. Um, you, you, this is something that you would kind of like. Those of you who have been in uh, fights in their lives, so less Celestia and more Scamp and Corzin, you are both kind of aware of the unwritten rule of fighting. So long as no one draws a, uh, as it were, draws a blade or fires a gun most people you know who aren't bloodthirsty pirates will not try and kill complete strangers um <laughs> unless that unless someone else you know draws a knife first most yeah and especially given that these pirates from what you've seen are equipped with blunt weapons uh so long as you try and take them down non-lethally they are probably inclined to do the same mm. right <laughs> Yeah. So not burning the house. To You've the similarly noticed that. Uh, I mean, up to you how you proceed in that, but uh, this is just a just a, something that you would be aware of. Yeah. You know, if if you were considering, say, just shooting one on sight, um, you know, it's it's an unwritten rule of which you're both very aware of. Uh, Drow society doesn't quite work on the same rules necessarily, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's something you'd be aware of. Similarly, although the the watch there's not a dis- strong distinction between the watch and the local military forces. While the blue coats do carry muskets, they also have truncheons. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what Corzin would be uh, thinking is, all right, you know, I, I, I'm not above a bit of malicious property damage here, but mm. um, there are people who I don't have any quarrel with, uh, and they shouldn't get uh, injured or be put in harm's way just because their boss mm. happens to be. Uh, lose their jobs. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I suppose yeah. so. What about um? I like the fire idea. What about if we don't set the house on fire? What if is there a little outbuilding? Are there trees nearby we could set on fire? Like the trees are rows of trees. That's gonna spread. Mm. I've got it. Uh huh. He's a uh, priest, or at least he pretends to be. So. Yes. Let's expose him for the hypocrite that he is. What do you mean? Well, he's a priest, and he lives in a very large house with a number of servants and even more henchmen. He lives more comfortably than a person in his position really ought to if they're following the tenets of their... Uh, face. So, if we can expose him for the uh, gourmand that he is, or uh, show that he's been uh, squirreling squirreling away things that don't necessarily belong to him, then I think that'll, uh, that'll do enough for his reputation. How do we do that, though? Do we really care about his reputation? Don't we just... We just need a safe. Yeah, well, that's the primary uh, thing. I guess while we're in there, if we see anything we can use. Yeah. I don't think people will really care, though. They know what he's like. They do, but I think that the... The main reason why the, the watch doesn't come down on him is because they know that the second they do, they're going to have a fight on that on their hands. So, if we can do something that means that 
him and his cronies are just bang to rights, then there's nothing they can do. Unless they want to be the ones who start the fight. I mean, that's all very well, but we still need to find a way to get in in order mm. to do that. Yeah. Well, I, write, I, I reckon that your setting fire to stuff is good. Is there an outhouse to the place, maybe? We didn't mm. mention one. Mm. We can go have a look. Can we always go and have a look. Let's go and look. This is, a, this is a good point, however, yeah. Um, if you, like, because logically, although Casimir didn't mention one, there must be somewhere that the guy takes a shit. <laughs> uh, He's not going to have one of those wretched indoor things. So, the, um, first of all, the party, you, you take a, a bit of a detour to uh, a small shop with uh, one of those covered sort of frilly stands outside. Uh, against rain and sun. There's a few tables that are out and uh, at this time of, uh, of the morning there's even a couple of, you know, there's a small, uh, there's one individual uh, outside uh, drinking a cup of uh, noxious black substance <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and sort of appreciating the bright sunny day, the twittering birds, they're just like, it's like Clanging bells in your ears, Celestia. <laughs> the, the, the sunlight is bad enough normally. Yeah, like I've got my sunglasses yeah, the sunglasses on. Yeah, sunglasses on. You're just problem. pulling yeah. them right against your eyes, like shading them as well. Oh god. Mm. Coffee. Yeah, you go. are. Sat I just go down. up to the counter and just go, coffee, please. <laughs> the um, the would, would Celestia the, have had coffee before? Uh, oh shit! Would she? That's the point. Uh, roll me a luck check. I'm gonna see. Okay. You might. Mm. I can always go back yeah. on that last five yeah, seconds. Yeah, the possibility has. But you, you've suddenly heard of coffee. Thirteen. You've had it once. Okay. Cool. And like you had a small cup once. But like, would I know enough to demand coffee when I'm hungover, or like? Uh, you would know that they brought you to a cafe. Cafe. Like you, you know why you're here. Yeah. You've, yeah. you've heard okay, of it as, cool. a, as a hangover cool. cure. So I'm going to stick yeah. with that. Yeah. And the uh, sort of uh, the slender, waif-like uh, halfling uh, woman behind the counter looks at your at your uh, sunglasses. Yes, right away. <laughs> she uh, turns around, and um, you, the pair of you guide Celestia down to a seat, uh, and she goes, uh, "Will that be for uh, all three of you?" Uh, uh, what what is it? Might as well. Yeah, all right, and uh, make it a uh, quadruple express. That, yeah, that you one of them. You want quadruple, right? Uh, for, for, for that, yes, no, that's all right please. then. I'll do a, nah. so a single black for each of you. And she proceeds to, um, quite slowly, because the uh, steam coffee maker has not yet been invented. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she has, however, already got a, a, a pot on the boil, as it were. Mm -hmm. uh, let's take it off the boil uh, for a few minutes and proceeds to make coffee from uh, ground beans. And she sets um, two small um, cups in front of uh, in front of Corzin and uh, Scamp, and one cup which is the same size uh, in front of Celestia. But whereas the cups in front of Scamp and uh, Corzin are sort of like a like a dark brown, uh, Celestia, your cup is black as the midnight sky. 
you can smell it like very strongly without even <laughs> touching it, and it's it is the scent of wakefulness. <laughs> okay, is it just just getting a visual here? Mm. Is she having like a a, a regular uh, cup size of coffee, and like perspective-wise, yeah. Scamp and I have one of those big, huge grande-type things. Yeah, like, uh, uh, basically, no, uh, yeah, like, so, yeah, well, from your perspective, yes, you're right. <laughs> both grandes. Oh my god, if this was, like, a film, they would be doing so much complex, like, box sizes <laughs> to get us all looking the size that we We'd actually have had to build are. the cafe in two differences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Um, so, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it is as these things go, uh, and cause and you have had a coffee or two in your time. Uh, this is good coffee. It's the yeah, so she just like nice downs and hers and just waits okay, head in hands it for is, it to take effect. Oh wow, yeah, it is. It is bit like you've had coffee before, and that was like a nice, richly textured thing. And this is still richly textured, but it's also concentrated. It's like it's like sh- uh, wakefulness burning down your throat. It's sort of sludgy, is it that strong? Yeah, yeah. it's quite hot. So you're like, <laughs> <coughs> and over the next five minutes, while the other two are probably sipping their coffee, oh, no, right, you looking at it suspiciously, so looking suspiciously, <laughs> sipping coffee, what is this? you start to feel just the. It's not that the aching in your head goes away. It's just that this horrible alertness repla- kind of supplants it. <laughs> it's like, I'm still tired, but yeah, it's on you're top. You're still tired, <laughs> you're still hungover, but, it overcome- but for a time, it overcomes it. Until your next short rest, right. exhaustion effects are suspended for you. Brilliant. Um, a question, actually, a mechanics yeah. question. I've had drunk sleep. Does that count as a long rest? I've not reset no. my hit points. I didn't think it did. No. Cool. <laughs> Doesn't count as a long rest. No, oh, actually, that's the point. I would have had a long rest. So you have I... had a long rest, yes. Could I roll to regain hit points then? Mm. Uh, I will. Yes. Long uh, rest, you just get all of them. Yeah, long yeah, rest, yeah, you, you just, just re- up, yeah, you just get all of them. Oh, okay. In which case, yeah, um, I'm, I'm back to full. Uh, however, I will say, uh, in the interest of mercy and the fact that you just had a quadruple espresso. Um, you gain three temporary hit points until your next short rest. Yeah, Brilliant. <laughs> slightly ameliorate the, the hit points you lost fighting fighting. Lovely. <laughs> oh, is that everybody or just just uh, her? No, just just her because she's having the really strong one. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm just gonna <laughs> gently stick my tongue in the coffee and go. No, no. What is oh. that? What is it? It's coffee. No. Makes you awake. Oh, that's gross. Mm. For I, what you um, recall, it's I, very yeah. stylish. Uh, I pour some uh, some sugar into her, uh, into theirs and <laughs> stir it. Goes, try it now. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> 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 you sure? It's, that's expensive stuff. It'll look but it tastes awful. It'll make you feel good. Um, <laughs> at which point uh, the... Uh, the the uh, uh, barista does actually return with the uh, bill, which is God, it's uh, twelve silver pieces. I'll pay. Can I have some milk, please? She looks down, uh, slightly confused at the dwarf asking for milk, <laughs> and decides. Uh, well, I suppose coffee's not uh, not really the dwarven treat. I'll get you some milk. Uh, yeah, thank you. Gets you a cup of milk. How much for the milk? Uh, don't worry about it. It's just thank milk. you. I appreciate <laughs> it. See, wasn't. Oh, they haven't uh, progressed to uh, putting actual milk in coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had all of them black. <laughs> right. 
We knew mine was, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, newly awake... For, feeling for kind very, of terrible. <laughs> you, those of you inclined to finish your coffee, finish your coffee, uh, or you finish your milk. And um, by this point, it's, yeah, probably like half nine, nine o'clock, half nine. So you've got plenty... Actually, yeah, nine o'clock. And as you head towards uh, the Mart house... There is a festival air. Um, the town is waking up. Uh, people are, you know, there are actually street vendors and stalls and people are coming out and enjoying the bright sunny day. Um, the aforementioned twittering birds, which are a little bit less uh, uh, horrified. Less horrifying, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, there are, like, yeah, there's, there's a generally a positive atmosphere. It's, yeah, it's, 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 a ho- it's a holy day, so it's, it's also a holiday. People you know, get the day off work. It's the worst place in the world for a hungover person. To it's be. the worst place. Yes, there are even a few minstrels playing loud instruments. Oh gosh! Cestia <laughs> <laughs> just sort of looks down and. Uh. <laughs> um, I'm going to say actually, um, Celestia and Corzin make a perception check. Okay. Nine. Uh. Oh, that's at 12. Okay. Um, so, with uh, that 12, as you're looking over the um, celebratory sort of atmosphere, there's a few minstrels playing. There's actually a small band of them uh, together. Um, and you can see just over them, there is flitting around this... Um, it's not a clear formed spirit. It's more like a swath of colour. But it doesn't blink in and out of existence so much as the ones around, say, Celestia and Corzin. It just looks like a, a like a ribbon of rainbow light, but not like a like a single rainbow in a ribbon, but rather it flashes between different colours, and it's just um, cycling around above the uh, musicians playing. Oh, that's quite fun. Hmm. Would I have any idea what this is that I'm looking at? Um, whew. uh, make a religion check, I guess. Alright. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is. Um, yeah, it's it's a spirit, and you guess it's the it. It's not. It doesn't seem to be a particularly religious spirit, based on how it seems to present be presenting itself. It just. It's just a minor spirit, but that's a little bit more. T- a little bit more powerful, a little bit more together than the very minor spirits that are following you around, and which just seems to be looking for a good time. Aww. And yeah, this seems to be what's taken its interest. Bit of a, 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 a free spirit. Mm. Aww. Um, very cute. So you proceed on past it, um, and looking back, uh, if, uh, I'm actually going to say, yeah, you see, for a time, it's it circles briefly around near the party and then departs away for a time to return to the ongoing music. Mm. Heading over towards the uh, house, you're able to get a bit of a look on it. And um, how close do you want to get? Because as I said, there's a street in the front and a street in the back, uh, towards the back. You can choose which street to approach through and how close you want to get to there. You could, you could, you could, if you want to look from right at the end of the street where you can kind of get a close like a, a distant view or you could try to get closer I mean like how on a street is it is, would it be weird if we walked past uh, it wouldn't be weird if you walked 
uh, it would not be too weird if you walked past the main street, so the street at the front of the house. Yeah. The back street is a little more deserted. It's it's more of a tradesman's street. You know, it's where it's uh, it backs onto other houses essentially, or rather other plots, because this is in quite a nice area of town, uh, mm. and a lot of the houses here, although few of them are two story, like uh, a lot of them do have gardens. You know, mm. uh, and seem to, this seems to be where a lot of the wealth of the uh, town is based in. Um, but yeah, you could walk along the front street without it being out of you know, out of character. There is a f- there are a few people wandering by with the festival. The festival itself is happening further into town, but you know. How about we just walk past and yeah, yeah let's try that see what first. We see first. Uh, I'm just going to say yeah, as you walk past around the front, going to ask you for perceptions checks just to see what you notice. Okay. It's a one, not natural, but it's a one nonetheless. A two. two. Oh, good. So, uh, cause it. Uh, that is a oh, uh, a thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Someone uh, over Celestia, ten. Celestia, you are too hungover to really notice anything. Uh... Scamp, you're too worried about Celestia uh, to to make, pick Do up a lot beyond the obvious. Vomit. Uh, do t- not vomit. Yeah, uh, causing you. Vomit. Don't vomit. Do not vomit. <laughs> <laughs> causing. Uh, looking at the front, you can see that yeah, there is um, a cheerful uh, sort. Uh, <laughs> uh, the distant band uh, changes uh, tune for a moment there. Uh, so, the uh, looking at the uh, place from the outside, you can see that there is uh, well, it's a low wall by the standard of, of walls. It's about five foot high. It's more of a, it's less of a wall designed to keep out uh, intruders by its height and more to indicate this is my property. Uh, it's built from brick, uh, but it is also hedged in. Uh, uh, it's there's some hedges in places. In other places, it's just uh, you know straight brick wall. Uh, there, in on the front, you can see there is a large iron gate, wide enough that you could fit a cart through it if you wanted. Mm. And again, it's uh, wrought iron. It's built for it's built for appearance. So it's uh, there's a lot of curlicues and other sort of effects in it. Uh, the gate itself is latched and uh, leads uh, to a straight pathway leading up through the grassy sort of area towards the main door of the house. Before I go into the house itself, you can see from the front. Uh, that the there is a, a smaller back gate, uh, iron gate, uh, at the far end to the uh, west of the plot. The plot is south facing on its front. You know, the front, the front door is south facing. Uh, the two s- uh, east and western uh, sides. The whole thing is kind of wider at the back, like a tra- like a, tra- a trapezoid. Yeah, trapezoid. Um, and the two east and western sides are flanked by rows of uh, cypress uh, trees, uh, creating quite a nice sort of effect, but also, again, marking, this is my space. <laughs> Privacy. Uh, right. the, the walls are, um, again, next to the cypress trees, like on, on, the ex- on the outside edge of them, so as to mark, this is my space. There is an ornamental pond in the uh, yeah. northeastern corner uh, by the back wall, uh, and it is fairly large. It's surrounded by all manner of uh, shrubbery and interesting uh, bushes and so on. Um, small and high enough that someone like you could conceivably hide in one if you wanted, to, if you needed mm. to cause it. Okay, um, that's yeah. useful to know. Yeah. Um, the as you're walking past, you kind of time your walk to try and get as much information as you can. 
the front of the house is uh, there's a lot of windows actually like this is quite a nice house someone has spent on glass they're not like full length windows that it's not that extravagant but there are you know reasonably sized like uh, like sort of two foot by three foot uh, glass windows okay. okay and as you're walking past you can see that they are on all sides of the house that you can see so both east west and south sides Although you can just see that the back two windows, uh, the, the ones on the northmost side, on the east and west, uh, sorry, the back, uh, the back two windows on the on the western side, have iron grates, like again decorative iron grating over them, and the back three on the eastern side have decorative iron grating on them of some sort uh, so again these these look like windows that if they're meant to be opened they would be opened inwards rather than outwards where they where the grates are mm. um all right you can't quite see whether where the latches are on the, or on the windows you're not, not getting close enough look uh you can see the main doors not the back door presumably it's uh, on the at the back where you can't see it uh you do make a note that there are three chimneys uh two uh, both by, as it were, by the walls. Two on the uh, western side, evenly spaced, and one on the eastern side towards the back, towards the north. You can also see uh, four figures. Two of them, uh, all of them members of the pious, in the same sort of brown rough, simple brown clothes, but with white armbands. Uh, two of them are standing by the main doorway, keeping a uh, keeping a light watch. Uh, they are both uh, armed with quarter staves, just simple lengths of wood um, that right. they could use as sta staffs. Mm. There is also another two that you watch uh, performing a lazy patrol around the house. These ones uh, seem to... You, you spot that at their belts they have slings and pouches of what are presumably full of lead bullets or mm -hmm. stones. And they both have long sort of workman's hammers that could be used as, uh, as weapons. The... Um, you, you're kind of making your... You make your walk past as non slow and nonchalant as you can make it, but I'm going to say, Corzin, make an intelligence check. All right. That's 16. Okay, you count in your head as they're walking, and you make it just slow enough that you glance back as you're on the other side of the street, and it looks like it takes them around 90 seconds to get a one complete circuit to return to the same place they were, when you saw it, when you first saw them. All right. What color are the leaves on the trees at the back? At the back, uh, we are in late autumn. So, a uh, brief moment where DM checks whether cypresses are deciduous. <laughs> <laughs> or the things you conifers. check for D&D, &D, like, it gets weird Because uh, I actually cannot remember. I feel like oh, it's the... the 15th of falling leaves now, isn't it? Yes, it is the 15th of falling leaves. Uh, they are, they're a pine. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. So, they, so the trees are green and the shrubbery would be mostly, yeah, mostly green as well, I think, because they're shrubs. They Blast. don't really die off too badly. I was thinking there's a few that... brown ones as well. Like, it's a sort of, there. there's a couple of, you know, those really nice, like, coppery plants? Yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's like a big one of one of those as well. 
well, I sort of subtly thing. point these out to Scamp and I say, Scamp, how flammable do they look to you? Pretty flammable. Are we talking the shrubbery? Yeah, the shrubbery, the trees, anything. Because well, it's, it's not the building, it's, you know, close enough it's going to uh, attract people's attention. I don't think Scamp wouldn't know that. Pines are pretty flammable, but I don't think Scamp would know that. Make, a, make a nature check. <laughs> Why would Scamp know? Oh, that's cocked. Uh, two! Scamp uh, doesn't know. It's a tree? You yeah. guess trees are flammable? <sighs> Pine sap is so flammable. <laughs> <laughs> Scamp doesn't know anything. Thank you, for infor- thank you for informing the dungeon master of the flammability of Pine sap, however. I'm pretty sure they are. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, this episode really is going to weird places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pine sap is very flammable. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> How did we end up here? <laughs> I might be totally wrong. <laughs> this is the coffee episode. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Are there any more checks you want to do before you? Um. Uh, or prep? I mean, I. Yeah. I'd like to see around the back. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I want you to. Okay, it's going to be a little. If you want Ooh, to yeah, no, it's flammable. If you want to walk <laughs> around the back, uh, I'm going to need either a stealth check or a deception check to pass nonchalantly because there's it's less. Yeah, there's less reason for people to be going around the back God. streets if you want to proceed down it. Stealth in my case. I'm going to be deceptive. Okay, do all um, three of you want to make yes, a walk? Yes, is going to be deceptive yeah. as well. Okay, all right. three of you walking. Cool. Mm, Ooh, 19. Natural 20. 20. Yep. Oh. Really boring natural 20. I always roll it on things like walking past a building. <laughs> <laughs> natural 20. You're deceiving as well, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. And 22. So, okay, yeah. Causing you actually uh, take the opportunity to make use of the climbing crit and move along some convenient roofs, tops nearby, just like keeping completely out of sight. The pair of you just kind of go for an idle stroll and just because of your bearing and manner, no one bats an eyelid. So, perception checks from all three No, I'm enjoying myself too much to see anything. That's a three. Ah, oh, that's a five from Celestia. We're too, we're too embroiled in our really fake conversation. We've developed our characters. Yeah. We're working uh, out the backstory. Yeah, oh yeah. That's a 16. <laughs> okay, Corson at least is on the ball. Uh, I've named you something like Emily and I'm talking about how ill your mother is. Or something. <laughs> I'm still using my deep dwarf voice. Yeah, that's how I'm Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Looking How is from, this working? Um, How is this a natural 20 check? That's ridiculous. From the back, then, uh, cousin, uh, you, uh, <laughs> you observe the... Um, uh, in terms of new information you gain, uh, mm-hmm. the back... Ent- like, the back of the... Uh, uh, apart from the parts already mentioned, like, the back garden area is fairly straightforward. There is a path leading from the gate to the back door. Uh, the back door is at the... Uh, westmost like northwest corner on the northern side uh it seems to be a simple wooden door not as not as impressive as the two front doors it is flanked on either side by two uh you know, by two small window actually no about the same size as the other windows so like two foot by three foot glass windows both of them are barred the uh there is there is a gap about uh oh, i'm gonna say 15 feet long 15 to 20 feet wide, where it's just bare wall. And then there is another uh, small barred window, a smaller gap of around uh, 
between five to ten feet, and then two last windows uh, on the northern side, so stretching all the way to the eastern edge, and those are barred as well. Every window on the north side is barred. Uh, there is a there is a quite an obvious gap at one point. There is also one other guard uh, that you can see. Was that a sixteen? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say because of that, you just catch a view through one of the windows. So right. uh, one of one of the uh, uh, pious is at the back uh, door, wielding a quarter stave, just keeping a solitary watch, making sure you know, no one sneaks up to the back door. Uh, oh yes, there is also by the kitchen back door, right in front of the uh, blank space of wall, a heavy-looking uh, uh, hatch. Basically, the type that you'd get for the, for the steps leading down to a beer cellar. Ah, right, okay. Iron, with a large iron ring on it. There is one member of the pious with his white armband standing watch out there, and you can just see through the window into the kitchen, which appears to be the back door, uh, you can just see that there is a member of the pious in there, apparently washing up from the morning's breakfast. Hmm. All um, right. Yeah, that, like, you know, and by the time it rolls around to 12, it will likely be lunchtime. Okay. Uh, that's, right. I'm going to say, all the information you gain. <laughs> when you when you get down off the rooftop and meet the other two, you are very disappointed to learn that they were just too wrapped up in their characters. <laughs> yeah. So, right, so what did you see? I, 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 I saw that there's a, uh, a cellar access and there's possibly another uh, couple of guards and they're... Uh, they're just finishing definite. up breakfast right now. Yeah, yeah. There's um, definitely a, a back back door. Um, and breakfast. Yeah, breakfast, breakfast. happened. <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> um. Come on, let's get it? out of this alleyway before someone asks what we're doing here. <laughs> Okay. Well, I've um, noticed that there was only one guard at oops. the back, at least, or not. Although I'm sure you've both got watertight al- alibis, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's From what you saw, he's causing <laughs> the, uh, the patrolling, uh, the patrolling fires uh, the, the back door. Just didn't notice them at all. <laughs> and, um, what did you see? Anything useful? <laughs> um, yeah, I think Cause already uh, described. <laughs> The, okay, the access hatch could be a good thing. That was outside the building, yeah? Yeah. But how do we get up to it without being seen? Okay, there's only one guard at the back door. So if we do a distraction, like a fire or something, and then leg it round and get in the access hatch, might not be a bad bad shout. It means we have no element of surprise. They'll be on alert from... True. Um, from the go. I mean, well, well, if we set fire to the, uh, the the trees or the shrubbery, they'll all be out there with buckets of water, trying to douse it in case the uh, the building catches alight. In the confusion, could we not slip in through the kitchen door or down the uh, the basement access? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If we cause enough chaos, it depends how smart they are. They're not very smart. I can tell you that from Because if it was me, I wouldn't experience. send everyone out to look at what's going on. I'd be waiting for someone to come in the back door. Mm. Well, at least get rid of some of them. Was there anyone round the sides of the house? 
Uh, you did not see anyone on permanent guard around the sides. That seems to be rather the purpose of the circular patrol. And a couple of the windows weren't barred. Uh, none of the front windows are barred. None of the windows... Uh, and about half of the windows on the eastern side and most of the windows on the western side weren't barred. I could get through one of them. You maybe, but Celestia certainly not. Yeah, are they are they too small. I would me? say, yeah, looking at the size of them, uh Causin maybe Scamp could get through with an acrobatics check if they wanted to try and fit through the iron bars. Well the ones without bars though. Oh the ones without bars. No no, you could each get through. Uh, oh, we so could all get it's through. It's two foot by three foot, so Celestia, like you for yeah, you easy, it would be yeah. a slightly harder athletics or acrobatic acrobatics check. Um, yeah, it'd be slightly harder. Like, yeah, but I'm quite skinny. But you're actually quite skinny as well. Yeah. So yeah, like it wouldn't be that. It's it's certainly doable. Like it's they are. Yeah. Okay, that you, might not be a bad idea. Yeah, you could fit your shoulders through, which is the important part. Would we need a distraction for that, or would we just slip in? I mean, ideally, we get in without being seen at all. Mm. In and out without anyone knowing has got to be the best option. That would be great. Uh... If we have to fight anyone, I don't really do non-lethal. <laughs> don't you have um, sleep? Nope. Oh. Thing is, if we need to distract somebody, I mean, what I, what I will say is that um, you can, as it were, aim your. You can do shocking grasp non-lethally. Okay. Like definitely non-lethal fire. <laughs> Fire is more a case of like you can of, of where you aim it. You know, like you can you can tr- essentially try and oh god, kneecap you can aim to wound, yeah. not kill. You can aim to wound rather than killing. Is the idea you can try and you can try and knock someone at, uh, knock someone I mean, a bit still and have, have like knock burns, them out. Yeah, they? they'll still have burns. Yeah, yeah. but like I'm going to say, They're you can subdue with like, fire. Lightly smouldering. Yeah, <laughs> you can essentially try and wipe them out from the pain. I guess chromatic orb has thunder damage, might be mm. non-lethal. Yeah. Uh, Acid is not exactly non probably not. I would say poison cold. I would allow cold. I would allow cold or maybe poison. I actually would allow Can poison. I would allow poison if you kind of, if we flavour this as like a knockout poison. Okay. I mean, I've got, I've only got one spell in me because apparently, um, Alcohol sleep isn't like real sleep, so I only have well, one. What time of day is it? Go to bed. No, Go you, to bed. Uh, did you use any spells the previous? Uh, yeah, the previous yeah, I, I use them. I've got them. I've got them down. Well, because you didn't use, you didn't use any during the uh, bar time, because you've slept. You you rested. I slept before that. Yeah, you rested on the trip to Borwick's Bay. You had a long rest during that time. Oh, I've not. Yeah, yeah. So you got your spells oh, back. Oh, you I've just you just haven't got the hit points that Fighty took from you. Awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've got things I, c- I can charm people. If oh, any of them see us. That's very useful, actually. Why don't yeah. we just use that on the guy at the back door? Get in, get out. Yeah, we've got to make sure we're not seen by the guys going round and round, but. I suppose it might not work. All right. If it so doesn't work, then whisk. <laughs> yeah. No, no, here, here's an idea, right? I think charming people is a good backup. I don't think it's okay. how we should get in. What, what do you guys think? Well, if we go with the uh, the plan to. Um, set a light to some of the uh, the trees and the shrubs then anyone who's left to guard the place we can use your ability to charm them and yeah, even work. if that fails we've only got one person or fewer people to deal with than we otherwise would yeah I think you have a point with that well, one what's the general reaction to fire here does 
if something's on fire, does everyone come out to try and put it out? Okay, question for the DM. Uh, I guess causing make a make an insight check. I guess for the past time you for 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 the previous time you spent in town. Insight, okay, but I do have a question for you in addition. Oh yes. Okay, that's uh, total of eight. Uh, it's hard to say. You do know that at least the pious are supposed to consider themselves responsible, but right. it's, it could could go like could go either way. Uh, what was the question you had? The question was how many of the buildings here are largely wooden. Ooh, oh, very good question. Actually, most um, like this, yeah. They're like actually, it's wood and stone for the most part. Like it's varied construction. Like this area is is nice, but not so nice that it'd be entire stone. Mm. There's quite a few brick buildings as well, so it, it really very much varies. Um, I will say that there is a gap between the cypress trees and the next houses okay. on either side. They have their own gardens. Okay. Right? Do they have their own guards? Did we see? Uh no, they do not. These these uh people, the people owning these houses, apparently trust to regular watch patrols, and and or don't have their own personal militia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. And so we could go in through someone else's garden. Um, I will say that you did actually pass a watch patrol while going on the front way, and yeah, you 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 can attest that they do seem to have a cycle of like two and a half minutes roughly. So they it takes them thirty seconds to cross the street, and they reappear every two minutes. Okay, so what if we what if we did a fire on one side? Went through the window on the other side, so we weren't going through any back doors, which is where you're quite right, they'd expect us to go. Also no guards to be dealing with, because there's not the guard who would be on the back door, regardless of whether mm. he'd moved or not. That might cover us, maybe? We then got to get to the right room, which is not the room we can go into, because that's definitely the one with the bars on it. Hmm. Well, once we're inside, it's a lot easier to move around. Not yeah, necessarily. We don't, in our how, way. we don't know how many people. We don't know how many locks. You've got lock picks. And the other guy said he can do mm. it. Yeah. He also said he had an escape plan, which yeah. I'm really counting on. Yeah, no, you, the, uh, he's, <laughs> the others fill you in on the details of that, and you can see there is... On via the back street, although there is a way to reach it from the front street as well, there is an adjoining uh, alleyway where the escape uh, wagon will be parked. And if you don't, if you're using a hot, you've got to get away. Yeah, you've got to get away, vehicle. <laughs> and if, and uh, if that doesn't work, then the the alleyway next to it, Lucia will be waiting with five horses saddled uh, for you to try and escape via hoof. Okay. So what do we think of this fire popping around the side? Charm anyone in our way plan? Sounds like the best thing we've got so far. Yeah. Because we can't know everything about the inside of the building. We've got to be prepared to improvise a bit. Yeah. Did the... When I was looking through the window earlier, mm-hmm. um, did the person who was clearing up from breakfast look like they were in a dining room? Uh, no, they looked like they were in essentially quite a quite a busy, not busy in the sense of people working in it, but busy in the sense of having a lot of things. Kitchen, mm-hmm. so yeah, it looked like right. the uh, on yeah, the upper like, floor. Interesting. Okay. Uh, no, there's there's only one floor. It's all. Oh, it's I see. All, it's all single story. It's a bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. oldie bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, a single-story house just sounds better, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> this guy was uh, had a lot of flo- of land space. Like he didn't like there was no need to build a second floor. He could just do it all on one floor. So why wouldn't you? Oh, okay, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. In which case, then, um, we are probably going to want to yeah go in on the opposite side to that because that will be where there'll be the largest number of people working. That's the back, though, isn't it? We don't want to go in the front. Oh, I was talking the two sides we could use. Yeah, that's fire right. Fire on one side, yeah. like actual side, not yeah. back or front. Mm. And mm-hmm. then round the other the side we could go in. Is the kitchen all of the back or just the side of the back? Um, it like You would guess that like unless the kitchen is massive... It's probably just like the. the it's probably in that in that corner. So where set the, door the fire is. that side. Yeah. Go in the other side. Yeah. And then... The kitchen door is the only door as well on the back worth mentioning, but there are also uh, windows. As mm. Yeah. I think this could work. There's things that could go wrong, but I think maybe we can get through them. Do we want a fire or do we want an explosion? Fire is going to be a lot long, a lot more well, long-lasting. you've got gunpowder. True. <laughs> that's going to bring everybody in his mother <laughs> yeah. for the next 500 yeah, that's meters. That's bring the whole town out, not <laughs> yeah. just the house. Yeah. A fire could maybe happen if somebody was careless. An explosion is definitely like <laughs> the old terrorism. Well, a tree doesn't <laughs> just <laughs> catch fire. True, true. Alright. Well, see, let's uh, run this by Casimir. Yeah. yeah, let's talk to Casimir. Also, um, I might buy some boring clothes for this. Yeah. Celestia says in her silver trousers and her purple yes. David Bowie esque shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> might, get, might get a cloak and uh, some dull trousers and things. Okay. Um, apart from shopping for clothes, is there any other preparations you want to make before you meet to a Casimir? Hmm. Uh, I think. Well, if this were happening at night, I'd I'd go and buy clothes that were um, black and nondescript. I might just get a cloak. Just throw it over the top would be fine, would it? Yeah, I think uh, for those of us who don't. I just want to cover my face, really, because there are no drow here. Mm. So if I'm walking around, they'll immediately know it's me. Actually, yeah, something that would be um, would be able to cover our face in would be good. Well, I've got you've got the disguise kit. I can. No, I can you can do try. something. I can try. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I hand scamped the little little purple <laughs> box full of disguise <laughs> things. Um, <laughs> okay. You say, well, well, before you put this on, uh, just we'll just do this quickly. Uh, you did spot a uh, tailor's like a sort of a sort of general clothes mm. type shop. Uh, and um, as you make your way towards it, towards the centre of town, there's a fair bit of business at the moment uh, with people at the festival, uh, and you're able to move in. You can see there is a um, short, fat-looking, halfling woman, mm-hmm. um, probably in her oh late nineties, so sort of late middle age for a halfling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who is uh, busy, calmly. Uh, uh, put it uh, ca- uh, ca- uh, calmly uh, folding uh, cloth as you come in. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello. Um, do you have a, a cloak, just a standard 
Uh, just a sta- standard... Normal thing. people cloak, yes. <laughs> You're one of fightiest customers, aren't you? <laughs> what? Fight, I've, uh, I've met Fighty, him. Fighty, this one's for you. And <laughs> through a beaded oh, curtain, sounds the, uh, the bright red oh, coat and the, uh, and the hat. Uh, still wearing, yeah, wearing a uh, white uh, look at, yeah, wearing a white shirt, black trousers, a brilliant purple cummerbund, uh, <laughs> with a go- with a sort of uh, with a sort of bronzish sort of uh, vest and uh, and a kind of fiery looking silk cravat. Uh, the f- form of Fighty Gubbins Wick, no worse for wear, drinkings wise. Uh, emerges and you can see that he has tucked into the cummerbund various uh, scissors, pins, and similar. Oh god, I don't like the look of him with pins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, this guy is metrosexual <laughs> as hell. <laughs> ah, I see. Uh, you're looking for some clothes, then, are you? Yeah. Hi. I can see some fantastic things I could do with you. Um, I ju- I just want a cloak. Just just a, a cloak, like a normal just a normal, normal person. <sighs> cloak but um that's I like... a, that is a crying shame i can see so many things we could do with you. i mean talk to me what can you do with me i'm just thinking like <laughs> there's a lot we could do with crushed velvet and then and then i can see some silks and i'm i'm so here for that you punched I'm me in ju- the face yesterday this is a bit of a curveball like are we, that, are we good sorry, now yeah, oh yes absolutely he reaches out his hand and sort of clasps it with you it's quite strong shape <laughs> Fight, name's fighty fighty Gubbinswick. i'm a tailor Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, I like your name. It fits your personality very well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like your clothes. I'm, I'm afraid I'm actually just uh, closing up shop. I've uh, Heather here has been uh, hosting me for some time, and I'm about to take to the road again. Uh, but uh, when I've got some stock and materials in, we should definitely talk about, uh, yeah, uh, about I mean, so, so, uh, some clothing. Um, I could commission you for, for an outfit. I'm looking to head uh, broadly cross waterway soon, so ah. it depends when I leave town. We're going there too, I'll catch up with you oh, there. Oh, really? That's um, quite interesting. Do you, do you have a, a boring cloak just for today? Uh, Heather, this one's for you. <laughs> okay, okay. She reaches around and produces. <laughs> Poor Heather. A, <laughs> and uh, produces a dull brown cloak. It's just a very ordinary looking uh, hooded cloak. It's about the right size for you. Uh, that'll uh, that'll be uh, two silver pieces, please. Thank you, Heather. She takes the two silver pieces. Uh, Fighty claps Give Heather on the back. She kind of shakes a little. <laughs> 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 right. I'm going to go see if there's anyone serving alcohol. Great. How are you, Heather? Is this what you do every evening? It's not evening, yes, but evening too, yeah. I, I sew, I stitch, I fight, I drink. It's a good life. Simple pleasures. Hooray! I know, right? Yeah, think of do, do some sketches, and I'll see. If By the way, um, I don't suppose any of you um, have ever fought an ogre, have you? No, thank you. I? No, you have, you have not. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, if you ever do, um, cut its hands off and send them to me. I've been looking to make a pair of ogre gloves, some uh, goblets, sometime. Right. Right. Have a good day. And he's <laughs> scuffles <laughs> off out of the shop. Wow. Well, um got a cloak now shall we um causing sort of blinks uh <laughs> stupidly after that and go, um did that just happen yeah, yeah i think i yes, think it that, did that, that that just happened that happens a lot with him you don't think we could persuade him to go and uh start some trouble up at the uh, uh the celebrations do you 
that. He's uh, just walking down the streets if you want it's, to try and catch him. We could persuade him to start yes. trouble at the side of the house. Fighting! Turns around. <laughs> yes! Um, Walks back. What can I do for you, Celestia Stardust? Oh, you remembered. Thank you. Um, do you feel like starting a fight in a specific location by any chance? We could um, compensate you. With alcohol. Yeah. Now you're talking my language. Mm. <laughs> pointing at, uh, pointing at, um, <laughs> at uh, a scam. Right. When do you need it and where? Okay. Um, 12 o'clock. Uh, sharp. The, yeah, 12 o'clock sharp. So you've got to be on time. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> By oh my god, what's his name? I'm literally having like a mental block out of character. What's the street? Uh, we, we, we yeah, know you know the street, street and you name the street. Yeah, like yeah, we name so, the street. Walk Walker Street. Yeah, by Jux <laughs> Walk Walker. <laughs> 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 so, okay, well that's that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's exists. It's so detailed yeah. and just occasionally <laughs> slips through the day. I'm actually gonna write that down so it's Walk Walker walk, walk Street. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the front street, Walk Walker Street. Walker Street. So we tell him to, to save, like, on this side of the house. We tell him which side of the house we want it yeah. on, what time. Okay, we so want you, it. you want him to start a fight on Walkwater Street. Um, okay. Uh, but, like, round the correct side of the house. Probably. Okay, so you're. Was it the east or the west side you're looking for um, to start a fight on? The side that has the, the, the kitchen, kitchen on. Okay, so that'd be the western side. Okay, so he's going to. And if he can involve the pious. That would be lovely. Mm, yeah. oh, so you, want, you want me to start a fight with those guys? Yeah. How would you feel about that? They were very rude to us. They're not very nice men. They don't like alcohol. Who doesn't They're... like alcohol? Idiots. I'll need two bottles of brandy. Okay. One to drink and one to throw. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Any I'm sure we could furnish you with that. type of brandy you like? <clears throat> I mean, for the drinking... If you can stretch to it, we take an Orcus XO. Um, throw the throw in, any cheap stuff will do. Great. Um, um, and I'm going to say he drags you over to uh, to a seller, uh, who, and it's going to cost you three gold. Okay. So, Celestia so actually two. sends somebody else in with the three. Yeah. I'd like Celestia's so yeah. like, I will pay, but I I can't go anywhere near alcohol smells right. All now. right, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> he slaps you. Um, he can't actually reach your like. He slaps you on the knee as the sort of uh, as the as the socially appropriate point to slap someone uh, the equivalent of the shoulder if you were three foot tall. He doesn't want to slap you on the thigh. <laughs> yeah, or the arse. Yeah, so slaps you on the knee companionably. I imagine he's really strong. I imagine Celestia yeah, kind of like, oh, like, like, does a little, like, nearly falls over, <laughs> and she sort of pats him on. She bends down a really long way, and pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you drink the brandy. Uh, and yeah, you see, he takes the two bottles. Right, that gives me a bit of time to do some preparation. Need to work out what I want to wear. Yeah, um, as as loud as you possibly can, if you wouldn't mind, that'd be great. Loud, I can do. Flashy as well? Yes! Why not? <laughs> Alright, let's cause some trouble. <laughs> I see no flaw in this plan. Okay. Uh, I see one flaw, his name is Fighty. <laughs> with that level of preparation <laughs> completed, I'm going to call it our break. Uh, we I like will, this much we better than the fire. Return, <laughs> we will return in, uh, well, a, a subjective amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For the heist itself. Uh, Brilliant. See you all 
Well, here you can all hear us after the break. Hello, it's me, Olga Gresselgant. If you want to help me, then you under no circumstances should like and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs. That would be terrible. I absolutely encourage you not to do that. And welcome back. All right, so at uh, half an hour after 11th bell, you uh, wait for Casimir and Lucia. Both you arrive, of whom arrive promptly in the appointed alleyway a few streets away. Lucia, you can see, has the... Uh, has already brought the cart around and uh, has uh, and informs you that, yeah the uh, horses are suitably uh, hitched up and waiting should we need to take this the quick way if we don't I'll just come back later and uh, pick them up but if not it's better to have them for a fast escape it doesn't hurt We've disguised you, or attempted to. Oh, this yeah, is can, can I have you? Yes, can I have you make a dis? This is. Uh, it would be advantage with the disguise kit, but disadvantage because you're a sect of because of a change of race. So I'm going to call this a straight okay. deception check. Mm. Uh, deception rather than disguise kit is a. Is that not like a tool? Oh yeah, that's true. You are proficient in it, so I guess this yeah. would be. What's it based on? Ah. Uh, this might be intelligence based. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> or it could be Dex to see how dex well you can do it. Dex or intelligence, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Dex. Yeah, I'd say pick the, whichever is the, of the two is better for you. I'd, I'd <laughs> well, that's dexterity. Yeah. I'm so intelligent. Because <laughs> there is a certain degree of grace involved in, in applying this. Okay, that's uh, so proficiency and dexterity. That's a nineteen. That's pretty good. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you don't know if it would if it would uh, hold up against prolonged scrutiny, but you with cover, you know, uh, with with uh, concealing robe, uh, well concealing cloak. I've like drawn the cloak around. Yeah, with a concealing so cloak and you know long clo- long sleeve clothes and so on and underneath, uh, you make Celestia into a almost kind of disconcerting uh, looking high elf. Your hair is still. Uh, I'm gonna try and smooth it down into like a French plait sort yeah. of situation, like yeah, so braid it to my head. Yeah, so it's much less visible, and in any case, the cloak will will cover it with it down. Yeah, like that. just so it's not the. Yeah, because normally you have the full the full bowie. Yeah. yeah, so you 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 take the time to uh, to bind hair it down. Is toned down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very strange look uh, for Celestia. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this curious high elf. Uh, now, okay, how do I look? Do I look boring? Different. Tedious. <laughs> mm, tedious. Good. I like that. Big That's word. Good. I like that word. Mm. Okay. You, um, as you're looking over your handiwork, Casimir and, and Lucia you know, finish uh, have arrived. Lucia informs you about the horses. Casimir tells you so. The, have you gathered anything more from your morning excursions? Um, we have a distraction okay. in place. Okay, we're playing a distraction route. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we have 
a very, very distracting man <laughs> who, is, um, who is helping us out. He's going to start a fight on the... Which side was it out of character? On the south side, so the main street, which is uh, Walk Walker Street. Southwest. Sorry, it's the south Sorry, it's the southwest side, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like It's, hit it's the southern street side. on the western side. Yeah, on uh, yeah. the southern street on the western side, he's going to create some havoc for us. Um, so we were thinking we could perhaps creep in through a window around the other side while that's going on. Hopefully the guards will move. He's going to try and rile them up a little bit. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Well, if this uh, continues as planned, that should be something. I can see how that should get us at least to the back or uh, the sides. Alright, I can see what we can do. Um, We'll be looking to go through... With the windows, are you looking to go through one of the uh, grilled windows or one of the open ones? Open, I think, is probably going to be easiest because most of us won't get through otherwise. Yeah, maybe causing wood, but um, mm. not the rest of us. So we were hoping for yeah one of the side windows because they don't have the right. grills on them. So, uh, bearing in mind all of the north side windows are barred, then you're looking to go in... If you've set it at the southwest, the distraction you're planning to go in through the eastern windows. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Like the furthest back one of those. Yeah, I that feel. isn't barred because some yeah, of them are. That isn't barred. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. All right then. Looking into that then. Okay then. Go I will... through the garden. Next and you door. can see uh, Casimir is actually looking a little different today. He's wearing uh, brown, brown sort of tweed workman's clothes. He has a cap pulled over his head to hide his horns. And just about once every 60 seconds, his eyes flicker for a moment before returning to a human green. Well, that is circle. high maintenance, isn't it? Yeah, just has to recast it every 60, every 60 seconds. Yeah. That's a lot of concentrating, like, in a day. Wow. Mm. Mm. Sorry. It's a cantrip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's a cantrip, keep, but still, you, you have to keep do it something up, every does mean minute. Every minute, like, he's got oof. to blink for a moment. Uh, if he's in, if he's in uh, polite company, mm. as it were, or yeah, in company where he doesn't want to be revealed, and yeah, he's wearing, he's got, he's got gloves on, and he, you notice just out of habit, when he talks um, in public, he doesn't open his mouth so much, so his tongue is not easily visible. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, um, he is, at the moment, indistinguishable from an ordinary human. Fun. Uh, so, Lucia is dressed exactly the same as the previous night. Sailor's vest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, she's chilling. Yeah, she will be. Um, she goes. Right. So, do you want me watching from? Where do you think it's going to be best for me? Do you want me to watch from the back or the front? Given that you guys are approaching from the back, I'm inclined to watch from the back. Yeah, sounds yeah. sensible. All right, I'll be keeping that. See if anyone's coming in after us. Yeah. Also, once things go down, do what you can to make sure people stay there. Out of our way. Let's see what I can do. She um, pulls aside her sailor, a bit the lapel of her sailor's vest, and you can see there is a curious little brooch there. Uh, it looks like it's made out of woven copper, spun into a very strange sort of arcane glyph. Uh, with one end poking out. And Casimir, um, seeing her do this, pulls up his lapel and there's a matching one. Oh, cool. 
this is, as I mentioned, this is the device which will allow uh, me to keep uh, tab, uh, allow uh, Lucia to inform us of what is going on outside while we are uh, within. He also pulls out the clock and you can see it's, uh, it's keeping an accurate count of time as you're waiting down. So, the, you settle down and settle into a wait. 12 seconds, um, actually slightly more than 12 seconds because the bells are actually once every two seconds. So um, <laughs> 24 seconds <laughs> before 12, you hear from in the distance the first bong, bong, and you know, continuing on with it ending on the 12th bell. Uh, as I you think you do all of them, yeah. we just have to sit and listen to. Yeah. Them. I wonder what the fight is going to do. Okay. Like, <laughs> you kind of <laughs> watching. You, you got a you got a vantage point from the alleyway. You're, the four of you are waiting in, and as the by the by the fourth gong, you can see this figure approaching down uh, Walk Walker Street. Um, okay, here's what I've got to roll the d6 to see what stage something is on. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> oh, okay. That's worrying. I hate that the DM rolling something and going, "Well, you're lucky this time." <laughs> That's horrifying <laughs> from behind a screen. What were we lucky about? Help! <laughs> I must know. know. <laughs> so, um, okay. That's fine. I know when that is coming. So. Um, you see this small figure approach. Probably has an actual eye twitch because uh, he's <laughs> uh, almost uh, only a handful of seconds after the watch, but last patrol, watch, but most recent watch patrol has left view. This figure approaches, and you can see this uh, the small figure of Fighty Govenswick with a forest green waistcoat, a deep purple co- uh, coat uh, with trousers, so yeah, quite dark purples, dark greens, and a, matching, and a swooping back um, uh, purple hat. He has um, sort of rich brown fingerless gloves on, brown knee boots uh, with silver boot buckles on them. Oh my god. He's basically the- Pirate Joker right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it is. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Thrust into the uh, into his uh, broad uh, belt, there is a black. Uh, there, there is a sort of dark wooden cane with a silver bear's head on the top, um, and you can see he's got one hand kind of hanging behind his back a little bit, and the other hand uh, in front of him as he's sort of stumbling a little bit forwards, uh, like moving between with half a sort of drunken stumble and half a. Uh, half a kind of broad step and in front of him he has the bottle of Orcus uh, <laughs> XO there and he's swinging from it and you hear him kind of singing oh <clears throat> actually I've got to sing this as fighty so as fighty nice, nice. <laughs> oh damn them all I was told we'd comb the seas for Syrian gold <laughs> we'd fire no guns shed no tears Oh, top of the morning to y'all. It's an absolute pleasure to see such fine, pious ladies and gentlemen. You can see the um, two pious uh, on patrol have now kind of come round. They look over and go, yeah, piss off. Right. <laughs> oh, come now. He raises the brandy. Are you sure I couldn't possibly entreat you to 
to a nip of brandy with me. It's good stuff. It's Orcus, you know, it's the, it's the real good stuff. Can I not can I not persuade you to take a, a a bit of a break from your piousness? Yeah. Look, no, we said piss off. Maybe this brandy's not for your taste. And he pulls the brandy to one side and produces the hand behind his back, which has the much cheaper bottle of brandy, into which is shoved a rag, which is on fire. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like this instead, and hurls it at the southwestern cypress tree. Oh it my shatters, God. and the tree immediately bursts into flames with all the fury of flaming we go, pine we go sap. As you're definitely kind of rush, <laughs> rustling forward, you hear him cry out, Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough! <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I think fighting is a better distraction than we could probably ever do, okay, let's, actually. Let's, so. I'm going to roll and see how many of these guys rush for fighting. Uh, okay. Let's make sure the guys from the back aren't coming out. Uh, is it possible okay. to give the DM inspiration? That was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. I, if I could give you inspiration, I totally Thank would. You. Uh, okay, yeah. So three of them are going to go off. Uh, I'm going to say one of the front... Uh, okay, let's let's just make this a straight-up luck check. One, two, three, four. Oh, you're in luck. The two front guards, uh, it's hard to see from your location, but like from the ones that you saw run past, the two guards at the front seem to be holding their position, but the two patrol guards and the guy at the back <laughs> are freaking out, and they are now just running. Uh, uh, they're run- yes. The guy at the back is running out with his staff. Uh, the other two are kind of brandishing their hammers. <laughs> and they're, they're all kind of running to get this, the gate open and go for fighting. I'm going to say this, this whole distraction... Has taken thirty seconds up. Okay, so good. It's, um, thirty seconds yeah, up. So it's twelve. Minutes. So it's twelve. Uh, oh, oh, as soon 30. as the guy from the back goes past, we should. Yeah, yeah. the moment yeah. he goes past. Okay, I'm going to ask you uh, to make. Yeah, make a stealth check, please. This is. Uh, they are very much with disadvantage yeah. to perceive. Everyone stealth. So they get disadvantage, but we don't get. Advantage. No. Do you want everybody? Yeah. Do you want? Yeah, everyone. Check? Everyone needs to move. I'm just going to check what this is. Okay, it's on the. Mm. Oh. Natural 20, bitches. Nice. <laughs> well, I've rolled something, but this is a really hard to read touch. <laughs> I think it's a 19. Is that a 19? <laughs> it's not, it's not a 9, with, so it must the be the 19. With overly elaborate dice. Yep, the 9's next to it, so that's a 19. <laughs> so that's a 23. <laughs> this is the weirdest fucking dice I have ever seen in my life. Where did you get this? Jesus uh, Christ. Well, I could advertise the shop. No, that's true, actually. That's true, <laughs> yes. Not. So if they'd, uh, if they'd like to. Uh... Yeah, if, uh... yeah, if uh... they shop, and you know who you are, shop. That's all done this guy. Yeah. <laughs> How would they know who they are? Yeah. Shop who so, sells uh, fancy Corson, dice. What was your, what was your <laughs> that was 13. 13, okay. So yeah, the the uh, other two are kind of rushing forwards like like shadows. You and Casimir uh, actually pro- uh, get proceed a little bit more ungainly. Uh, I'm going to say just you know you met, uh, it's it's easy enough for most of you to jump the uh, uh, to jump the fence at the back. Corson uh, is the only one who needs to make an athletics check. All right. Because <laughs> he's or so he... short. Yes. <laughs> he is at least somewhat athletic. Oh yeah, but he did actually roll oh. a twenty-two. Yeah, you yeah. just you vault, vault it. over. <laughs> yeah, you just vault over. Boom. 
you, because you know where it was, you narrowly avoid. You, none of you go into the pond. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tally ho! Um, oh. Okay, so you're rushing towards. Uh, you can see that the back uh, entry. So the whole back of the house is currently unguarded. The eastern side is currently unguarded. There's no. Persp- uh, yeah, there's no obvious perspective from the people out front now dealing with fighting. I'm going to say because of the distance, this probably took uh, another twenty seconds. Uh, so we're at zero zero fifty. Okay, um, where do you guys want to try and make a back an approach through one of the back entrances, the door or the cellar, or uh, door, or do you want to go around the side through one of the uh, less guarded windows? I think side through a not yeah. guard window. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, as you make your way up to the uh, less guarded window, I'm going to ask uh, which of you approaches the window first. Do any of you want to rush to the window first, or are you going to let Casimir go uh, first? I sort of want to check it's not trapped. Uh, yes. Okay, so maybe Casimir should do that. Yeah, I trust. Who's, who's good Either at that? Casimir or you. I'm not very intelligent. Um, oh what? yeah, it's yeah. What? No, uh, I was thinking of picking the locks and stuff, but a window probably wouldn't have a no. lock with it. So yeah, uh, maybe... even if it is, we need to know that it's trapped first. Celestia's not perceptive. Yeah. So. Uh, is it? Would it be investigation? It'd be or investigation. Yeah, I'm not very intelligent. Okay, uh, Corzin can make this check if you wish, and because Casimir is assisting you, I'll give you advantage. Perception. Okay. Uh, investigation. investigation. Oh, investigation. Sorry. Right. Yeah, you're good at investigation. Nope. Oh. <laughs> that was not very good. That was a five. Okay. Ah, For some reason, I thought that, uh, that Corson was actually the best at investigation in the party. No. Perception, um, yes. Uh, ah, actually, yeah, no. All of you have terrible passive investigation. Uh, yeah. I can see looking at I've this. I've got a modifier of two, so it's normally good. Yeah. In any case, like, they. Uh, not very it's bright. easy enough to find that the, the window is. Uh, it is latched uh, from the inside. Um, it's currently a bit steamed up, uh, curiously enough, so you can't really see very clearly into it, perhaps due to the quality of the glass. Mm. Um, but it looks like there's some sort of... Uh, you could, there's furniture inside of some sort you can't really make out, but it's not directly in front of the, uh, uh, of the window. Uh, the latch is on the inside, so uh, here's the thing. You, you kind of have a bit of a dilemma, unless you can come up with a third way. Uh, the fast way will involve just breaking the window. Uh, because the latch is on the inside. The slow way will involve using your thieves' tools to try and cut a small hole and lift the latch. Like how slow? Uh, like possibly up to a minute, depending on how you roll. The thing is, if you fail checks on these, the price is time. Yeah. Can we see anyone inside? Uh, not with the investigation check you did. Uh, no. no. That wouldn't be a perception up. check for someone to look in. Well, uh, okay, really yeah, make a perception check. Make a perception check. All right. Who in? Uh, maybe. Oh, that's to. still terrible. Uh, that would be uh, seven total. <laughs> it's, nice. it's just completely steamed up. Right, well, let's... <laughs> let's... I'm guessing Thieves' Tools is probably better. Yeah, probably better. Okay. Than point. Um, you, you have proficiency in Thieves' Tools, yep. so I, I will... Again, with Casimir assisting, because, oh. you know, it's better for players to make rolls than do than she is, I'm going to give you advantage. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh no, um, 13. Ooh. Okay, 13, the windows. It's dexterity based, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's fine, just checking the uh, window things. Okay, that's fine. Um, so is that, uh, sorry, was that 60? 13. 13, 13. Okay, it takes... It takes a while, um, but you get it done in uh, yeah, in about forty-five seconds. 
Okay. Uh, so by the time that's done... Oh, this is, time thing is stressful, isn't it? Yeah. 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 What time are we at now? Uh, you're at uh, 1.35. Okay. And you can hear from the front now uh, the sounds of, of punching, fighting, <laughs> manic, high-pitched uh, gnomish laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come now, you call that a hit! And you can hear the sounds oh my of thudding. Um, were you able to spot out front, you you'd like you you get the fear. You hear at one point the sound of the other orcus bottle cracking, crashing. And you can hear the sounds of pine of the pine tree crackling merrily away. <laughs> Fighty has indeed provided a uh, distraction. But with the uh, glass cutter and the thieves tools kit, you quickly manage to cut a very tiny hole, push in one of the uh, long tools and flip the latch. Uh, the window pulls open. Uh, I'm going to ask... You're currently in front of it, so... Uh, Scamp, I need you to... You and only you to make an initiative check, please. Oh, uh-huh. to, for reaction speed. This is upsetting. Oh, 13. No. Uh, that was an 18. So as you pull the, the steamed window open, uh, you can see inside uh, there is the uh, open space and heavy bunks of a barracks. Uh, you can see that the oh, barracks uh, the barracks chairs, uh, the, the, there's like uh, multiple bunk beds stacked along the walls and in the centre there are sort of straw dummies uh, for practice and you can see that there are actually a pair of um, the uh, uh, pious there who are busy like practising their quarter staff fighting. Oh and we could go just into. as you and yeah, they they uh, they spin around at the sound of the window opening before you can clock and try to hide, and they spot you. So I'm going to ah, say shit. everyone needs to make an initiative roll, please. Uh, right. So a new initiative roll, or keep the same one. Uh new one, please. Cool. Okay. Um, Ooh, that's better. That is a seventeen. Seventeen. Ten. Why, we always do this. <laughs> we have the same decks as well. We're going to need another D twenty battle. Seven. Natural one. <laughs> so you go first. Okay, so it's scamp- probably good. Because so Scamp 17, uh, Celestia 17. But after Scamp. Yeah, because, after camp. Yeah. Uh, scamp, what was your one causing? Uh, ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't believe how often we roll the same initiative in this campaign. Cool. Yeah. It's happened like four times at this point, and we've only done five episodes. Oh, it's mental. Charm only one person, points. isn't it? This sort of okay, it's a good thing that you guys have higher... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. The Pi has also rolled 17, but they have they do not have a dexterity modifier. So, Casimir um, is a little faster than... Well, actually, a fair bit faster than Corson, so that's all right. Uh, okay, so that makes it... Scamp, you are able to react first. Are they outwardly hostile? Um, they are current. They're not outwardly hostile. They seem surprised. This could turn at any moment. They do both. They are both armed, but that seems to be more a fact of their practicing. Cast friends. <laughs> I'm just waiting on both of them. Um, I don't know actually. Uh, let me check. Can I? I'm not sure you no, can. No, just that's, one. I can't do it at a higher level, can the, I? Because yeah, it's a cantrip. Because it's, uh, it's a cantrip, so. Then I will cast friends on one of them and I'm going to try and persuade them to go outside. <laughs> Okay, this is. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you to say what you say yeah. first, please. <laughs> um, what's the name, guy's name? Uh, uh, you the the it was, uh, house. It was uh, Jacques Ancre. 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 Yeah. Um, 
Uncle's being attacked out front. Everyone's needed. Quick. Deception check then, with advantage. <laughs> that, is, that is just about believable under the circumstances. That is a 25. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll an insight check yes. just for the hell of it. But that, I dropped that. That doesn't count. Um, yeah. They, they look around, and just now you can hear... Uh, you just hear th- muffled through the windows, but now a lot clearer now that you've opened one. <laughs> oh, come on. Right. All right. Enjoy the brass knuckles. <laughs> um, uh, and the pair of them, just like the one who cast fr- friends on place goes, oh, fuck. And immediately rushes out a uh, the door that's on the far side of the room. The other one... Um, I'm going to ask you to make deception again without disadvantage without, to see whether this guy advantage. believes you. Okay. <laughs> without advantage. Oh. No. Can I use Tides of Chaos? Yes. To give me the the advantage? Okay, that's that's a 21. That's almost a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you, like, as, uh, as you, you can see, this guy is about this to is waver important. and you just pull on the threads of fate. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> you know you're going to pay for this later, but yeah, you just he just goes, uh, looking between the pair of you, because the backup plan was them. set fire to the dummy. Because <laughs> that would go <laughs> up. Yep. So I'm super glad that happened. Okay, the pair of them have run out of uh, the... I'm uh, climbing uh, in the window. run out of the room. Yeah, uh, Scamp. Yeah, I'm going to say um, quick athletics checks for Scamp, and I'll say after that, first person, after one oh, person no, did, you can pull the rest. Yeah. Oh, shit, why am I going first? That's an 11. <laughs> oh, babe. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say it takes time. Uh, so it takes you another 15 seconds to, to get in. Uh, by the time you've, you've gotten in, you then start pulling. Uh, it takes you, I'm going to say, another 10 seconds. Actually, there's only one window. You open another window, because then you can get access to the mm. others. And with that, you're able to get in every, everyone in in about 10 seconds. Shutting uh, the windows behind us. Yes. yes. You shut the windows behind you. Um, at this point, as you're getting in, it's, it's now... Uh, Looking at Casimir's watch, it's now, uh, I'm going to say, 10, min- 10 seconds past two, uh, two, uh, 2 minutes, 10 seconds. You can just hear from the, uh, uh, from, uh, you can just hear Cas- uh, from the uh, little uh, badge on Casimir's uh, lapel. Boss, we've got the watch coming down, uh, down the street. They're probably going to interfere with whatever that gnome is doing. Okay, we're going yeah. <laughs> <Wait, sorry. You're laughs> right. shit, 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 okay. shit. Do we hear uh, this? Yeah, you all hear this. I'm going to all say right. that uh, Casimir has set this to be audible. I say, um, any, uh, delay them as as much as you can. <laughs> Are there any of the white armbands around that they wear? Uh, make a quick investigation check. Ten? No, twelve. Uh, <laughs> you pull open... Um, just while everyone else is yeah, climbing you, in you the pull, There are small personal belongings chests at the bottom of the bug beds, and you just pull a couple open at random until you find... Uh, yeah, there's... there's uh, I'm going to say after opening a few of them, there's about four armbands you can easily get okay. hold of for everyone. Okay. Right. Although you guys aren't wearing the, uh, yeah, with the exception maybe of the cloak, most of you aren't wearing the uh, the sober robe, so it's it's not a perfect. I've disguise, got this cloak, but, but yeah, yeah, you've got you've got, got, you've, you've, got you've got you've got armbands. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thought. It's a start. Um, I'm going to turn to Cassian. Um, I'm saying his name right, aren't I? Uh, Casimir. Casimir. Oh my god, I just had like a <laughs> fart. Uh, yeah, I'm going to turn to Casimir and just say, do you have any idea of the layout of the house? Uh, I'm afraid not. We've not made our way in. But looking around, there's only one door out of this room. Okay, uh, trial so, and error. Let's yeah. find uh, the okay. uh, pulling open, uh, Pushing open the door, uh, you can see the uh, 
you find yourself in a hallway. Uh, it is lit by a small window over the main doors. Looking about thinking about where you're in the house, you can see the double doors that are the front doors immediately uh, to your left. In front of you, there is another door which is currently closed. And the hallway stretches on towards the right, where it become where there is a small sort of T. Um, it uh, there's a, the at one end of the T, like the very end of this hallway bit. You can see there is a door uh, on the left hand side, mm -hmm. and uh, the T then stretches off to the right, and you can't see what's beyond that. From there is no one in the uh, hallway. From point. the Good. barred windows, we knew we were on the outside. Which which are the rooms that are going to have barred windows? Rooms from the barred windows will be ones further down the hallway. Right, those. That's a good bet. Yeah, that's sure. probably our best bet. Okay, uh, you rush uh, up to the hallway. I'm going to say by this point it gets to about two minutes. Uh, it's two minutes forty. Uh, uh, Forty-five. Hate the right? time thing. It's two so minutes stressful. forty-five, and you hear <laughs> the whistles being blown by the watchmen, who have now clearly interfered, uh, run in to fight. Okay, off. so three minutes it takes yeah. them. And friends two. is going to be running off out very soon, but yeah. I'm hoping by that they're so busy that it's probably we're less. Of yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. The oh, thing I believe in front that by that time they'll be in the back of a paddy wagon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so yeah, you, you hear the the whistle going off from the uh, from the watch, uh, rustling to the end of the hallway. Yeah. So uh, where there's the T junction, you can see uh, t uh, in front of. So as it were, uh, continuing northwards along the T, there is a small. Uh, there is only a small bit of passageway which leads to the door that's on the uh, left hand side. The t the other part of the T continues eastwards, and you can see that there are two doors on the left hand side and one door at the very end. Okay, and this is all the ones that would have bars? Uh, yes, these all these all look like rooms that would have bars in them. Still okay. that's closest to us first? Yeah, yeah well, Corson says, I'll check this one, you check that one. Okay, yeah, so... Just spread out and check what's Okay, marked. so who's checking the door so how many that's closest rooms are there, actually? So you can see one, two, three, four doors. Okay, one each. Pretty. Yeah, one each. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask... Uh, all right, uh, are you doing this randomly? Um, May as well. Okay, in which yeah. case I'm going to roll for each of you then. Okay. Uh, so, Scamp, you are doing the door nearest to you. Okay. Celestia, you are doing. Uh, you are looking at the third door, like the of the, of the three doors away, the second door along. Corzin, mm -hmm. uh, you are looking at the air door at the end. Casimir is looking at the second door. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to ask. Each of you for an investigation check. Right. Oh no. Six. Seven. Yep. <laughs> We're also smart. Ooh, 19. 19. Nice. Okay, thank you. Uh, and Casimir uh, gets high enough. Okay, <laughs> so uh, as you are pulling, uh, as you each of you moves to, uh, to your doors in time, because of the distance, the doors open slightly one after the other. So, um, Scamp, you pull open your door. I need, uh, I'm gonna roll a luck check to see if which way they're facing. Okay, uh, they are unlucky. You pull open the door and you can just see a cluttered kitchen where there is a single member of the pious facing away from you. Cur uh, currently you can hear this with a large sizzling sound which you can't hear anything I'm gonna over really quietly as he's making the lunch. <laughs> Really quietly shut it's it. On the fire, you just quietly shut it. While this is happening, Casimir pulls open uh, his door and goes. I assumed it was night. I don't know why. No, it's, it's not night. It's the middle of the day. It's I assumed midnight. Oh. Yeah, it's noon. No, 12 noon because it's festival. 12 noon. It's festival. 
Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. So he's sizzling away making lunch. <laughs> Don't uh, <laughs> the heat's making um, our brains go wibbly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, Casimir pulls open his door. I found, found the library. Um, calls him. I'm going to say, you get a moment. You pull open your door first. And you pull it open. And there is indeed an interior lavatory. Uh-huh. Um, with a barred window behind it. <laughs> yep. Corson is vaguely disgusted and closes the yeah, door yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, is the window part on the shit? <laughs> <laughs> Celestia. Um, as you are moving to open the door, something you notice something and you in your hand and you stop. Faintly inscribed on the doorknob are two sets of glyphs. Fuck. Thank fuck uh, it was you. You make an arcana check if you wish to try and identify them. I mean, why not, I suppose? Oh, I don't think that's very good. Um that would be a nine. <laughs> they're probably magical. Unless he likes really, I mean, you can tell they're magical. Like unless he, unless he has very peculiar tastes in uh, ornamental doorknobs. Mm. Yeah. So. But there's probably something weird. Yeah. So you notice that before you put your hand on it. Would I have any idea how to get rid of that? Uh, Can't check. Oh, it's not something that these tools I know about. Mm, Fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Looking at them, uh, actually, oh, this is weird. You've not really had any formal training in this sort of thing, but you have ever since ever since that you know, the, you, these powers started to wake up, you've started to get more of an instinct for this sort of thing. And these look like a, tra- I mean, they look like some sort of trap. It I looks like they're activated <laughs> by touching. Uh, one of them, just from the way they're shaped, something about it makes you think that it's it would discharge a lot of energy. Uh, in some way if it was touched the other makes it look like it would do something to the person touching it okay. but logically you know there must be a safe way to open this doorknob um, uh, because it's it's a doorknob people <laughs> must use it so um, unless you, you, you reckon unless someone is very dexterously able to open the doorknob without touching any of the glyphs there must be something like a password maybe that you speak or or you have to touch it Shit. in a certain way yeah password any thoughts um okay. any way of getting in by the time you've kind of called the others over to look at this yeah i guess as, as people like skidding down minutes. the hallway to look yeah. at it i go nobody touch the doorknob there's a magical trap on it okay can any of you dispel it no uh, i am a bard <laughs> um, again, like trying to dispel it, I'm going to say, uh, you we just try, and with your thieves' tools, to selectively break the glyphs in the way that your instincts are telling you, but that would be a risky proposition. Uh, it would essentially be an arcana check, using your thieves' tools. Ooh, um, and there's no other way into this room. Yeah, any thoughts on uh, any passwords? Except for, the, except for the barred windows. No. Uh, I mean, no. Uh, un- I, unless you want to try and roll a luck check and see if you, by sheer chance, you happen to imagine the password <laughs> on a natural 20. It, um, mm. I think maybe we have to try and break it, don't we? Everyone stand really far back. I'm going to try and do it. This All is right. a terrible idea! Okay, okay you guys... Um, 
I'm back here with a healing spell. Okay, cool. you pull back to the far side of the uh, of the T junction. I yep. just like prepare for healing world. Yep. Like I just have it in my brain. Okay, yep. it's just there. Uh, I I there are two tra- uh, there are uh, two traps on this, so I need two Arcana checks. Shit. This. So it's just Arcana. There's no. It's a yeah. I mean, do you, uh, do, you, do you are you proficient in Arcana? No. Then I'll add your thieves tool proficiency. Okay. So it's an intelligence thieves tool proficiency. Check. Okay. Because oh, you kind of know what you need to do, but it's yeah. a question of doing it just right. Oh no, that's a six. Okay, um, with a <laughs> a oh, pulse really of energy well? comes out. Uh, yeah. So the good news is everyone got, but uh, everyone else got behind uh, cover. Uh, call a uh, scam. Make a deck safe. Please. <laughs> this is a different deck than that one. That's a one. Oh. <laughs> okay, so uh, bugger. You are fucked. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Can you also please make a constitution save? Uh, was a twelve. No, less. Ten. Sorry, can't. A ten. Can't okay. add. Um. Hmm. So that's ten. Times. Okay, Scamp, you take twenty-four points of thunder damage. Well, I'm unconscious. <gasps> As uh, Scamp is hurled across the corridor. Um, also, so many also you can see in her kind of, as she's kind of blinking on the verge of um, and passing out, um, there is some sort of strange uh, looking filth, like sort of murkiness over, her, uh, over their eyes. Oh dear. Okay, um, so. I'm going to cast Healing Word on Scamp. Yeah, you cast Healing Word immediately. Um, um, roll so hit points. let me just do that. Oh god, you get four points. <laughs> I'm awake. That's good. Okay, uh, I can cast Q, uh, Q wounds on her. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm going to say so. This is you spent quite ten seconds trying to do that. So this is now about twenty sec- three minutes twenty seconds. Um, the door opens from the kitchen. Ah, let's all um, run into the room. Can we run into the room? Have we seen them, or is it too quick? Uh, I mean, it's up to you. Like, you, you could try and... Yeah, like, you, you can... I'm going to say, maybe you could try and duck into, say, the library, or you could try and... Yeah, the, the, the door with... The room with the uh, exploding handle has not actually been pulled open yet. So, although has the spells the have discharged. Okay. So, yeah, um, snap decision. You either you can either stay and face whatever's coming out of the kitchen, or you could try and duck into maybe the library would be the closest. The only one you could get to in time. Let's try and duck yeah. into the library. Okay, yeah. I need... Can uh, I, from where I am? I need just a straight dex check from everyone to make it in time. Eight. Oh, God. Seven. Fifteen. No. Um, well, Casimir uh, and Corzin can make it into the library, um, uh, and I'll describe that in a moment, but the other two, you're kind of just managed to pick yourselves up, uh, or rather, so you've just managed to pick Scambo off the floor when the, the door finishes opening, and you can see the uh, cook... It's just uh, one person, Member yeah? of the pious, yeah. He's standing there. He has got a... Um, uh, and yeah, he's got... He's just holding the frying pan. Charm <laughs> person. Hand. Okay. Uh, yeah, wisdom I'm going to person. Um, let me yes. check. Wisdom save, yep. Nope. And as he's uh, about to raise it and, and call, his eyes defocus slightly. Oh, What? What's going? Oh, I'm sorry, my darling. Um, my friend's not very well, and she ran in here to get away from the uh, the ruckus. I think she accidentally touched the doorknob. 
So uh, we, we can sort this out. If you just go back in the kitchen and continue making lunch, you know, we can we can sort all this out, this mess. Make a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> I hate all of my dice today. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> oh, God. That's not bad. But my persuasion's good, so we should be all right. Yeah, 17. Kind of blinks for a moment and... You get the feeling that under normal circumstances, that yeah, this could this, be totally insane. This <laughs> might not uh, might not pass through, but you know, with with the, with powerful yeah. with powerful magic subverting his his will, he kind of goes, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, right. and just don't tell anyone we're here. We don't want to worry the master. Yeah. Sure. Sure. He closes the door and goes back to cooking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that last for an hour guys so we have a bit of time let's go go let's go, go, go go okay so <laughs> can yeah. i see you all right uh actually this is point i forgot to mention this yeah scab you wake up uh everything's dark oh shit and yeah you like celeste you you've just pulled scab up with the intent of running uh but you know that you look closely you can see uh where scamp's uh goat-like eyes normally are there are just two white films can you see no. Get on, I'm just going to, I'm going to like pick her up and put her on my back like a piggyback. Cool. Okay. <laughs> because fuck leading you around. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll get that sorted later. Don't worry about it now. Let's just go and get the thing and leave. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. So you are uh, piggybacking um, Scamp. Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, you could check the library, but you get the feeling that the trapped room I think probably, the exploding yeah, room is probably enough. Yeah. So you pull, uh, looking... I pull the library door yeah. open and I go, come on. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, uh, moving in, you can see that the uh, door at the... <laughs> this would actually have attracted more guards, that's Thundercrap, but by this point, every other guard is... Every other member of the Pious is now fighting fighty. <laughs> <laughs> the fight is still going How on. How many are there? Eight of them? That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, like except for the kitchen, this seven of them. Plan. Seven of them and, and two watchmen are now fighting fighty. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope ridiculous. we don't get him killed. Uh, that would be awful. <laughs> or arrested. We should definitely pay his bail. <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon so. Um, yeah, we probably should. But maybe okay, we should send yeah. a messenger so to do it, the... because we can't go into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, while well, that fight is, is ongoing, the um, uh, yeah, so you pull open the door and look into, and yeah, you find it is a study and bedroom. Quickly describing the surroundings, uh, at the far, uh, the far end of this room, like directly opposite, because uh, it's uh, this is like a if this is a, it's a fairly squarish room and you are entering from the southwestern side. At the northwestern edge, there is a uh, mahogany desk with a chair facing directly beneath a uh, one of the barred windows, uh, so that light would come you know, in, in and above. In the northeastern uh, corner, there is a very large, uh, very uh, uh, exquisite-looking bed. Uh, on the eastern side, there is a fireplace with a chimney rising up uh, to the top of the house. On the south uh, eastern side, there is a very large uh, dresser drawer, like like a wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, but most importantly, standing in the middle, or rather floating in the middle, um, Scamp and Casimir. Uh, would it can see nothing yeah casimir then can only see what appear to be eight long blades of light held in mid in midair 
with a sort of indistinct form in between. Celestia and Corzim, you can see the form of what appears to be a golden, a, a sort of, a sort of. Actually, I'm going to say like a, like a sort of silvery looking octopus floating in midair, Ugh. holding the uh, the eight blades of uh, light. Oh. Um, it. Make, I'm going to say you guys because you can see the spirits. Make, make an insight check. All right. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a ten. Wait, no. Yeah, ten. That's um, that is a straight three from Celestia. Ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. Causing it's. It has. It's weird because this thing has no, no, like no clear face as such. But you get the bizarre feeling that it seems a bit bored. Like it's just doing a job. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it's just hanging there, golden blade, shining blades of light in wrapped in its tentacles. And just waiting, it seems to bit like it kind of vaguely acknowledges your approach, but I say to it, I say to it, now we're not going to have any trouble here, are we? Is there something there? Uh, are you going to make that? Yeah, I, I'm curious. Big... Do you want to make that? Uh, 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 how much threat are you putting behind that? No. And how much? Uh, just an ask. Okay, I'm going to ask you to make a persuasion check. Um, uh, cause him. I say to Scant, there's a big octopus thing, don't worry, it's fine. Do you want me to make it our friend? Casimir looks at it. Looks I don't at have to see the, for that. No, there's just floating blades of light. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a 17. Ooh. Okay. It's high DC, but the, um, the, the spirit, which doesn't talk, kind of seems to shrug a little. And with one of the blades, it seems to indicate a radius around it, about... 10 feet around it. The radius does not extend exclusively to the all the way to the wall, but you get the but you kind of get the feeling that yeah, it is marking out the radius with which its arms can stretch to for a reason. Right, okay. Um okay. everybody I saw that Cass- across that line we do not cross unless we absolutely have to. Yeah. I say to Casimir, stay where you are. Okay. It will be I'm going to call this an acro. It will be an acrobatics check if you want to maneuver around the room without crossing into that, without crossing into that circle because it is fairly wide and it does cover a lot of the room. I mean, has Celestia noticed that this spirit looks bored? Uh no. You like okay, you, cool. you, you didn't make your own sight check, so yeah, this, this spirit just seems to be guarding. Uh, at this point, it's four minutes in. Shit. Um. Let's keep going. Do we think that's the safe? It's gotta be. Um, must be, mustn't it? Yeah, the, these, as I mentioned, those are the furniture objects that you can see in the room. Two uh, lots of security for something that isn't this. It's still gonna be worth something. I mean... I'm gonna say that the uh, radius does extend to the uh, western wall, so if you if you wanted to reach, say, the bed or the desk, you would have to go like all the way around the eastern side, as it were, mm. like circuit round past the, past the dressing, uh, the dresser, past the uh, the uh, fireplace. Can we get to the dresser without mm. um, ignoring or without provoking an attack from this thing? Uh, it will require an acrobatics check to stay flat to the wall because right. the circle the circle does pass close. All right. Um, I'm gonna look at the spirit thing and just go is there anything you want the um 
Actually, yeah, roll, roll, roll. Uh, no, no, not even a perception check. This, it just sort of shrugs with four of its tentacles. Nothing, just, nothing at all. Again, it, it shrugs. It seems to have a job to do. the the most that it's the most that it seems to be willing to uh, concede on the job it's been given is just indicating the area it's guarding, as it were, the reach of it. The uh, directly beneath it, as it were, within that ten foot uh, within that ten foot uh, uh, diameter circle, is just carpet. Like there's yeah, you, you, there's there's nothing really distinguishing. Uh, no furniture there. All right, I'm gonna just uh, ask it straight out. Is there anything that we can do that's gonna um, mean you don't try and hurt us if we cross that line? Once again, it just indicates the limit of its radius with the with the with the blades okay see yeah guess we're gonna be making some uh, acrobatics checks then <laughs> we can't get into the middle without crossing it can we you can go around the edge you don't have to okay is this but we haven't seen the safe have we I'm assuming it's but the... yeah you can't see a safe so yeah do you get that it's probably hidden yeah, it might be. Is it not hidden in the middle? The middle is just carpet. I mean, unless it's buried see. under the carpet. Are oh, there I'm rugs sure it was, like, masked left. under the four weird bits of light. But yeah, maybe we just go around the edge and try and do acrobatics things. Yeah. No, the weird bits of light are actually kind of translucent. They just see, I'll stay They here. just look like saber blades <laughs> made out of light. I just sort of sit scamp in a corner, like yeah. feet nicely away from the light, and just go, you just... Yeah. Just yeah. take a minute, yeah? Okay, so who's uh, crossing round past the, uh, the, the the edge? Um, What would it be? Ath- acrobatics. acrobatics. My acrobatics actually isn't bad. I can mm. have a go. Okay. Uh, so, Celestia. Unless you... causing your acrobatics is off the scale. Um, acrobatics for me is plus four. Same, actually. Okay. Okay. Either all then. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll have a crack. Why not? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Casimir will do the same. Yeah. Oh God! Eight. <laughs> Help. Eight. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Watch um, out. You 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 kind of stumble a little at one point, and I'm going to need you to make a uh, dexterity save, please, as the uh, one of the blades slices down at you. Okay, twenty-one. Lightning fast. Okay, uh, that's good. You take uh, you you take half the damage. So you take <laughs> ten points of radiant damage. Oh. I'm actually unconscious. Fuck. Okay. I've only got ten hit points right now. You still got. You still had three hit points. Yeah, I from... had seven after fighties. Fighties. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, no, but I mean with the. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I the, had seven hit points, hit points and three temporary. Okay. So uh, yep. yeah. The um, moment you go down, at least it doesn't continue to attack you. But yeah, you are slumped down to one side. Okay, Corsin goes. Oh, for the love of the regent, and pulls her back out. Okay, um, yeah. and cast secure <laughs> wounds. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right, I'll roll the uh, it's a D eight plus my um yep. spell ability. Get out of thing. Okay, uh, it is four minutes thirty. Uh, uh, Scamp, the scales of your eyes clear up. Oh fuck! <laughs> you can now see several floating blades in the middle of, a, of this room and an unconscious uh, Celestia being dragged back uh, into the corner and ripped oh. and uh, brought back from an unconsciousness. Octopus. You regain <laughs> ten hit points. 
Yeah, you don't. You can't oh, see the octopus. Thank you. Exactly the same as I was before. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I was going to say that, that I am working that out right, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, I rolled yeah. six on the die, um, plus my wisdom, plus my um, proficiency. Does, um, does your proficiency add? No. No, it's, no, just, it's wisdom. just your wisdom. Oh, in which case it's eight. Eight. Yeah, that's still yeah. fine. I'm awake and alive. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Um, as I'm going to say, you notice that um, having hit uh, Celestia, the blades have all incrementally dimmed slightly. There's still a fair amount of radiance left in them, mm. uh, but it appears that they have lost some of their power. Right. Did I get over to the other side? Uh, no, Scamp pulled you back rather than pushing you across. Uh, Sorry, cause him. Cause him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Scamp was blind. Scamp was... Okay. Uh, okay, are there any loose... Do you want to have a go? Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Apparently I'm not good at anything today, so... <laughs> it's what you get for drinking that much. Oh, yeah, that's uh, acrobatics check of 22. Fantastic. Okay, Glad done. somebody's on it. <laughs> I just sort of run and then do, like, the double-knee skid across the floor, leaning back <laughs> underneath the... Uh, <laughs> Okay, Uh, sorry, what was your check again? That's 22. Uh, Oh yeah, no, you easily uh, make it across before the the blaze can react. Okay, you're on the far side, you're next to the... You can, from here, without crossing into it, having to make another acrobatics check, you can easily check the dresser, the the fireplace, or the uh, um, bed. I'm going to say Casimir is going to follow you. I do so meticulously. Casimir is slight. Is slice can see if he can make the deck save. Oh, what's his decks? No. Okay, Casimir takes the full twenty points of radiant damage, but fortunately has enough hit points to survive that. Oh, As he hits the other side, you can see he's visibly shaken. There's he's no not blood taken by this, but he looks like you can attest that it felt like your blood boiled and. Oh, but you didn't actually bleed. Don't actually bleed. That's but yeah, interesting. It's like it boils your blood within you, and Casimir unsteadily takes a healing potion. Oh, it's it's microwaves, man. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the uh, the Cosmic radiant rays. blades have faded. They're now about half their original luminosity. Ah. Right. Um, we don't want to find out what happens when they fade entirely. Searching Personally. around. Um, okay, uh, yeah, this is uh, an investigation check, and because Casimir did make it across, you can have an advantage because he's going to assist you. Yay! I'm going to need it. <laughs> uh, that's a seven. Oh, mate. <laughs> okay, as far as you can tell, there's no hidden panels in the, in, uh, in the fireplace. There's nothing under the bed. Opening the dresser... Um, you do find something behind a few robes and pieces of clothing. Pulling it aside, you can see there is a midnight blue cloak with a blue hood, like an executioner's hood, that goes over the uh, over the face, okay. like exposed, leaving the lower face exposed, but with eye holes. There right. is also a uh, in blue leather a. St- uh, studded leather bondage harness, <gasps> like a crossed harness that would go like two strong stru- crosses hey, that would go a across the edge, yes. <laughs> and a midnight blue leather cod piece. 
Right. Oh my god, I well, want it. He is taking all of this out. <laughs> He um, doesn't have like a flagpole we could run these up, does he? Yeah. Oh no, no, I've got plans <laughs> for where I'm going to put these. But um, Celestia, does Celestia see this? Yeah, Celestia sees him take these out. Is that a blue cod piece? Yeah. Can I, I have it? That's amazing. It's around about your size. Sure. Need to be taken in a bit. Actually, okay. If I were to throw this across the room, would it affect the guard? You do not know. Oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's probably a dex uh, check just to toss it. Try and toss it fast enough, or accurately enough. Worth doing. Not to go. Yep. Actually, I'll say, yeah, I've kind of count this as a dex attack, so add your proficiency bonus, because you're essentially throwing it. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was that was a question to my fellow players here. Worth doing? No, but the question I was asking was, is it worth me actually just throwing this across the room to you, or do you think it's going to get sliced in half by the, the guard? Oh, I just meant bring it back when you come back. <laughs> right, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it about me, but um, having yeah. taken all the clothing out of the uh, the wardrobe, is there anything in it? Uh, no. No, just just the bondage gear. Right. Okay. Well, no. Uh, Corzin uh, knows exactly what he can do with these. Um, <laughs> Incredible. Where's the safe? Uh, the only place you haven't checked is the uh, desk. So if you want to check that, you'll need to make another acrobatics check to get around the far side of the uh, circle. Doing it. Okay. Go for it. That is a seventeen. You manage to pull past the, uh, the uh, you you duck into the you, like, you, your toe goes into the circle for a moment, uh, but the octopus only sort of lazily swipes the blade, and you're able to pull it back out. Very lazy guard. I yeah. Think uh, Something tells me your heart isn't in this, mate. <laughs> Where is this octopus? The octopus right shrugs there. again, but it's more expressive. Never and you, yeah, from your perspective, fun. you just see some of the blades twitch a little, shift in position. Um, yeah, the uh, <laughs> uh, Casimir makes it across as well. So Good. Uh, that'll give you advantage on your investigation check uh, for this uh, for examining. The, okay, uh, investigation. Come on. Yeah. Hmm? Okay, seventeen. Whew. Okay, you spot concealed in one side of the desk. There is a hidden panel. There is also a glyph. On, uh, scribed into part of the panel, which um, yeah, which which actually covers a lot of the panel's sides. It might be possible to remove the panel without triggering the glyph if you were to make a slight hand check. Okay, uh, I'm not too bad at that. Come on. Although wait, 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 wait. wait. I've got a rogue with me. Should this I is true. Actually, yeah. Just roll. Uh, I'll let you do it with Casimir's check then. Uh, just roll a d20 and add four for me. 16. Casimir just carefully reaches in and manages to remove the panel without breaking the glyph. Mm. It seems there is a way to design to do it. And yeah, as it pulls out, you can see there is a small iron safe uh, concealed within. By the way, by this point, it's taking you a while to get here, so it's about uh, 05.20. I'm going to say. Time to go. All right. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Casimir, okay, I'm going to ask you to roll for Casimir then. Right, Casimir do your stuff, is mate. Using, yeah, uh, is using Thieves' Tools. So Do we this, need to open it? Or should we not just take it with us? 
Uh, you can try and just take it with you. We can try to open it here. How heavy is it? Uh, it looks like uh, it's about the about as much as a small bag of cement, like from the looks of it. Ooh, like so it, it would be heavy. yeah. It, you could carry it, but it would be heavy. Yeah, and I mean, it would be heavy and cumbersome. Doing the quicker to tr- yeah. acrobatics across the room with that. No, if we can mm, possibly yeah. help yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. If we're stuck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. am I rolling? Uh, yeah, so roll and add a, uh, add, a, he's got expertise actually, so add an eight, uh, eight, yeah. All right, okay. Nice. That's an 18. Yeah. Okay, he tries for, I'm going to say, most of a minute. Yeah, uh, we don't have a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he goes, eventually goes, fuck it, fuck, fuck, fuck. No, this is. I need to. I need to work the, on this at this uh, at the safe house, and he's gonna. Uh, uh, and he has, with your help, you pull it out. Actually, no. You have a choice. You could also try and do damage to this thing and try and break it open if you no, want to. Otherwise, it's it. easier to just take yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, no, well, no. Breaking it open could be quicker, and yeah, if we, so if we fail, we've lost nothing other than time. Unless we damage what's inside it. I'm worried about setting the glyph off. No, the, uh, the glyph is fine. No, the glyph is fine. That's been oh, removed okay, off to a panel okay. on one side. I mean, hit it once, see what happens, I suppose. I All right. Repeatedly. I will uh, try. Yeah. It, it. Okay. Who's, uh, what are you using to uh, to do damage uh, to this thing? Because uh, bear in mind, Scamp and Celestia are on the other side of the room. It's Passing made out of... It's made out of iron, so, but there are hinges that could be broken. It's made. Oh, the hinges are made out of iron. Right. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Ultimately, I... you could try and make an athletics check to break it. Athletics. Okay. Yeah. Essentially, just trying to rip it off the hinges. Okay. <laughs> so uh, he spits on both of his hands, rubs them together. Ah, oh, okay. nice. <laughs> okay. Um. That's gonna be a thirteen. Mm. No, it's it's an iron door. Um, I'm gonna say that takes time. You can make one more attempt if you want, but it'll take more time. All right, I'm gonna do so, and if that fails, I'm just gonna throw it across the room. Yeah, go for it. Oh, that's much better. Uh, that's twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You actually managed, with sheer halfling strength, wow. you managed to tear the hinges open and pull out the door. Um, just as you hear Casimir's uh, badge go, the uh, keeper with her eye out, the, watch, uh, the watcher here with, uh, the, the watch have arrived in, in force out the front. Uh, and from the looks of it, your gnomish friend is going to make a run for it. Surprised he's still standing. Um, we need to go. Yeah. yeah. So you pull the door open, and at this point, uh, so it's six minutes. Yeah, six yeah. minutes forty. Uh, you've you can see now uh, there's a handful of uh, things inside. Uh, some papers which Casimir uh, pulls into a bag. There's also a just several bags of money, which again shoves into yoink, a bag. Yoink, 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 uh, yoink, there's yoink. also and three large sort of paper bricks which he puts into the bag. Two of them hits into the bag. The third one he takes a dagger from his belt and slices the top of it open and you can see there is a rich brown opium 
inside. But there's also, he pulls out what looks like a folded series of documents, which he places into an inside pocket and puts the third brick of opium in as well. Now I have what I came for. This looks like his weekend supplies. And he looks from the contents of the safe to the the, the gimp suit on the floor. (laughs) God. (laughs) Is it basically a gimp suit? It is 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 basically explicitly a gimp suit. Right, uh, I'm grabbing the gimp suit because I know what I can do with this that will really... There is a moment where you just cannot escape the image of the naked, uh, somewhat elderly uh, Harbour Master Ankara uh, again, yeah, like naked except for the cob piece, the harness, and the midnight blue hood and cloak. Let's not kink shame him. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this just wasn't something I needed. <laughs> Scamp doesn't yeah. get it. Uh, okay, so two uh, more actions. Yeah, I'm going to say Scamp there's, there's two ways you can do this. You can either try and make a ver- two acrobatics checks of lower DC to go around the way you came or you can try and make a very high acrobatics check to get past the blades by running across the centre of the room uh, which is faster centre of the room is faster certainly mm. alright um, I'll, uh, I'll chuck the, um, uh, the clothing across first yeah because if that gets destroyed, you know, it's a pain in the ass, but it's not um, vital. Okay. Uh, a roll a dex for that? Uh, yeah, make a dex save. Uh, dex, uh, dex check. Uh, that's going to be a 17. Okay. Uh, one of the blades, again, lazily swipes after it, but you, ju- uh, but they, the, cl- the package of clothes is tossed over, and Celeste, you catch them. Yeah. Right. Okay, you have the gimp suit. <laughs> okay. I want the cop piece. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's um. If uh, if we've emptied out the uh, um the, the safe, let's try and go around the outside. Okay. So you, uh, I'm going to ask you for two uh, uh, acrobatics checks, please. Okay. Casimir, next that. That's uh, an eighteen for causing. That's fine. Nice. Uh, Second one, Casimir, same same bonus. Oh uh, no, Casimir's already rolled both of his keys. Oh, it sli- uh, slips by like a cat. All right, or like yeah. a snake. All right. So um, we're on the right side of the room again now with everybody yeah. else. Let's get uh, the hell out of here. Uh, no, you need to make a second uh, acrobatics che- check. Oh, okay, uh, right. You've you've gone onto the eastern side and now you need to slip back again past the radius. All right, here we go. Yeah. Oh, natural one. Oh. Oh. Make a dexterity save, please. I'm good at this. Okay, that's a. Um, I think. That's, oh, yeah, that, that's a. That's a twenty-two. Okay, uh, you take ten more points of radiant. The ten points of radiant damage oh. as one of the blades catches you across the back of the thigh, and you can feel just all of the blood boil inside oh. you for a moment. Yeah. It's, it's agonizingly painful. But as you step past with the contents of the safe, um, the uh, blades have now significantly decreased. And seeing and the you could those of you who can spirit see, you see the octopus lazily glance back, kind of see that the safe is now empty. And it shrugs with all of its <laughs> limbs, drives the blades into the floor, lets go of them, and just lazily starts following after you. See, uh, it seems to consider its job done now. That's weird. Okay. 
Just um, you did to the guard. Is that still up? Um, yeah, that's got an hour. Right, let's go out the back door. Go, go, okay, go, okay. Um, go, go, go. Yeah, so, so seven minutes twenty. Um, oh, the, that's a long time. Yeah, you 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 run past the kitchen, the, the cooking uh, uh, pies. Who kind of raises his hand? Hi. Wave. <laughs> 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 Have yeah. a lovely day. Okay. Don't tell anyone we were here. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your lunch. <laughs> four of you run like thieves out the back okay pushing the back door open uh, you can glance around person's such a stupid spell I love it <laughs> um, you can see Feisty is now being held by four out, uh, four out of um, six out of the eight watchmen there <laughs> looks like a team of God. six have arrived um, actually no and you can see six more are now coming up the road uh, uh, towards him, the pious. Several of the pious are out cold on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> are they like wow. holding him by chains of the, off the yeah, ground? Two, His legs of, two of the flailing. watchmen are unconscious as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting, he looks battered and beaten. He's bleeding freely from his lips. Holy shit. <laughs> and he's he's kind of weakly like <laughs> Oh fuck this is hard. <laughs> oh god. And still kind of struggling against the the watchmen who are trying to manacle him. <laughs> um so yes, uh I'm gonna say make a stealth check, everyone please, to stealth avoid check. the eyes of the Guard, the watch, yeah, they've kind of neutral disadvantage to advantage. Now I roll the natural 20. Why are you looking at me like guilt guilt? That's a six. Oh no, that's bad for me too. Okay, um, that would be an eight for me. Okay, Casimir and uh, Corzin, you slip over the wall on the far side. So just as you're, as you, as the pair of uh, you, Scamp and and Celestia are running to to the exit, one of the watchmen uh, spots and goes, Oi! John person it's not concentration so I can do this uh, <laughs> is it not range range 30 feet no he's he's on the other he's on the Shit. far streets he's on the other side oh. run okay well, in which case then I'm just going to ask for uh, athletics checks yep. from and yeah like at this point as you see the uh, guard uh, some of the watchmen are now uh, the watchman okay. signals to be able to blow his whistle. Oh, well, wait, they haven't seen us, have they? They've only seen. Uh, they haven't them. seen you two. They've only seen yeah. They've only seen Celestia and Scan. Uh, fourteen. Okay, fourteen. And what was yours? Seven. Seven. Okay. Well, the uh, watchman and a couple of others uh, are chasing after you, but they are actually getting stuck. Uh, get, getting the gate open to chase after you, so you are actually able to make a lead on them. Thank God. Um, that check must have been awful. <laughs> it was a five. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, you run back to uh, to the uh, getaway uh, to the getaway wagon, and as you've been able to, as you're not directly pursued, like you're able to break line of sight, um, you can see that Lucia is already on the wagon, like with the reins, going get in, get in, get in. Uh, you pull open the tarp, and you can see. This wagon is filled with ro- with fish. Some of it, like not, but some wow. of it, kind of rotten, but most of it in barrels. But yeah, there's clear spaces to hide in. Mm. And the four of you get inside, pull the top down after you, and as uh, Lucia sort of uh, t- takes the reins and the horses begin to clop clop away, you can hear the sounds of guardsmen behind. Where did they go? go? You go that way. You go this way. <laughs> and the sound of pursuit as. Uh, 
Lucia's cart just gently blends into the uh, rest <laughs> of the traffic of the day. Oh. That was extremely stressful. <laughs> Did we make it onto the back of the cart as well, just unseen? Yeah, you all made it on. Right. Gordon, are you okay? Like, how injured are you? Uh, I've been better, but I'll live. Okay. That was that. <laughs> that was quite an experience. And as you look around, you can see um, Celestia and Corzin. The little the the octopus has come with you and is now just sort of seeming to be amused by what's going on. Has just perched gently on Corzin's shoulder, joining ah. the other spirits there. And nice. um, yeah, Corzin <laughs> noticing this uh, goes, uh, "You were wasted in that place, to be honest, mate." <laughs> The octopus, seem, the octopus sort of shrugs, but in a kind of agreeable sort of way. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this octopus? It's on Corzin's shoulder. You're all crazy. <laughs> Casimir looks at I am inclined to agree with you, my friend, <laughs> but you are crazy and effective. <laughs> Let's keep quiet. It's only a 50-minute uh, ride to the Sithos. And 15 minutes later, you hear the sounds of... Uh, the wagon stopping, a heavy door being pulled back, and the uh, and the wagon moving into some sort of building. Door closes, and the tarp is pulled back, and you find yourselves in the interior of a large warehouse. I assume my coffee buzz is worn off by now. Oh yeah, the exhaustion is coming back yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this like you. I assume like, the adrenaline would have kept her up. It's been enough but... time. It's like. Oh yeah. <laughs> the smell of fish probably isn't doing anything yeah. for me. <laughs> uh, so Casimir pulls off his hat, kind of shakes his hair, and lets his horns get a bit of air, and bot- dismisses the thaumaturgy on his eyes. Pulls off his gloves as well, and uh, gestures to a handful of low, of kind of half-cut barrels that have been positioned uh, as sitting places. Come, my friends, let's take a seat. Ah. That could have gone worse. That certainly could. Yep. Hey, none of us were caught. <laughs> You've got to go with that. None so of us are dead. None of us are dead. Um... Well, it came a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to have a little sit down. <laughs> yeah, maybe do that. Yeah, mm. me and my four hit points are going to have a little sit down. <laughs> <laughs> All four of them. <laughs> Short rest, come on. Uh, one moment, this is I'm looking for. So, uh... Before we get to uh, business, uh, Casimir is actually going to um, produce... Uh, uh, he rummages around in one of the crates nearby and produces a series of uh, uh, pipes um, and some uh, some tobacco, actually, as well. Although, mm. he, uh, although he does pat one of the opium bricks as if to offer anyone who is interested. Yeah, why not? No! Okay. Has, uh, has Celestia ever done opium before? This uh, is a good game. Roll a d20. Three! <laughs> no. You've, you've heard of it. It's more of a surface thing. Is that that weird thing they all smoke up here? You could call it that, yes. Uh, it's uh, good uh, Haldanos opium. The... Um, this stuff, of course, uh, didn't go through the uh, proper tariffs, which is why the harbour master claimed them. Uh, I'm 
feeling sort of terrible, let's put more substances into my body. Let's Why do not? it. Yes. You crumbles a little <laughs> bit of opium into the into the pipes. Uh, doesn't hand you one uh, scamp that he gives you just information <laughs> and the fact that you're a child um, because while this show has apparently seriously promoted underage drinking uh, <laughs> we'll probably we, we, we draw the line at drugs yes. don't do drugs my kids. body is a temple <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Celestia's body is not a temple <laughs> yeah your body is a temple to Dionysus apparently <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I, I guess uh, calls it up to you whether you go for opium or, or tobacco if you choose to smoke at all I'm going to roll for this because I think he will have done oh, yeah. most in his time. But oh yeah, oh definitely. Like <laughs> Corson's done everything. Well, you know what they say. You should try everything once, except for incest and line dancing. <laughs> and he uh, takes the opium pipe. I think you have a good point there, my friend. And with some matches, he lights them, and you spend a couple of minutes just uh, gently uh, popping. I suppose on this is any good for hangovers. <laughs> It'll yeah, probably make you just like not that. care about him anymore. That'll mm. do. This <laughs> <laughs> year puffs away, probably coughs a bit at the start. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, yeah, you've had, you've had it uh, before, Cosmic. It's it's a little stronger than the old halfling pipe weed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, there's a there's a there is a mellowing effect. Uh, oh, and yeah. still feel a little bit squishy. <laughs> <laughs> because because this is a painkiller. Uh, and you've only taken one dose, and, I'm, and I need to stat out what long-term effects, what repeated dose effects would be. Uh, you can all give your everyone who is smoking opium give themselves d6 temporary hit points. Ooh. All right, I'm rolling. Oh yes, six. <laughs> oh, yeah. you are very blessed. Oh yeah. Feeling so are we having a short rest? You are currently having a short rest. Yes. Lovely. It's it's doing something to ameliorate the effects of the hangover. Not though not uh, not as well as the coffee, but it's how, at least a little calmer. How long do these temporary hit points oh. last? Uh, until your next short rest. Right. Okay. Same as with the coffee effect. Cool. So I'm going to do this. How long are we like high for? Uh, like high, like probably for during the short rest, and then afterwards yeah. you, you you retain the uh, painkiller effects until your next. Yeah, we rest. retain the nice squishy feeling, but we're not actually yeah. high. Yeah. God, yeah. why don't they have this in the underdark? This is great. <laughs> it is. Um, well, my friend, I assure you from my contacts, they do, but it is. Uh, Poppies don't grow very well down there, so... Yes, it's very much import only, and besides, the... Uh, it depends on what the temple allows. Uh, as I understand your people, uh, sometimes they, they can have very uh, interesting rules on what they do and don't permit. But I can assure you, it does get it does get purchased down there. Yeah, not through channels I'd known, apparently. Mm. <laughs> um, he draws a long puff of smoke. So, uh, I'm going to say, this would be, yeah. I promised to, well, before we uh, share the loot, I promised you an introduction. He uh, draws one of the rings from his fingers and uh, passes it to you, Celestia. That is, uh, you might call it my bona fides. It will ensure that uh, you are... When you present yourself, they know that we have met and that uh, mm. I okayed your appearance. The man you are looking for, uh, you will not get a face-to-face -face meeting 
on the first appearance, but you will likely be able to learn what you need from one of his uh, associates, his lieutenants, if you will. Uh, you are looking, he goes by the sculptor in Crosswater. The sculptor? Mm-hmm. Why the sculptor? Do you know? I understand he likes to uh, collect uh, statues of all manner. There's a favorite. It's a favorite type. Amongst the Fisher Kings, uh, we the head of any local guild will have a uh, title by which they are known. There are uh, those who call me the Viper. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. Oh yeah, I see. Cause, cause of the whole, t- yeah, yes. <sighs> that, that, that's clever. That is. I've had a little much opium to have made that connection immediately, but I see it. I like it. It's good. <laughs> mm. Gives you a little bit of a grin. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is where I do good, good business. I make sure I get the good stuff. <laughs> but um, you want to speak to again? Probably not a direct meeting, but. One of the sculptor's uh, henchmen will be able to put you in the right direction. Uh, you'll want to try. You'll want to look for him in the statue garden. Uh, it's mm. a. It is a, a, a an inn or by the name of the statue garden, not an actual statue garden. Mm. But uh, if you head to the statue garden and um, politely ask if there are any, uh, if there are any sculptors in town. And mention that uh, you are looking to have a statue made of a fisherman. The important thing is fisherman, and uh, the important thing is the fisherman. Hmm. Okay, and be nice. Be nice. And uh, um, do stu- I? I only show the ring when somebody comes out. You show to... the ring when they when you are shown to the right people. Hmm. That way. Uh, they will know I have set, that I have sent you. Uh, Thank you. Unless they have sold their uh, cargo within Crosswater itself, most likely what they will be able to tell you is where it was sold and you can head there afterwards. I warn you, it may take time for you to get places. Yes. Uh, speaking of time, uh, Lucia has been doing a little bit of uh, nosing around uh, on my end. Lucia, kind of, who's puffing on her own uh, pipe, nods. Aye. I've uh, been looking into what your uh, your companions are doing, since it behoves me to keep an eye on the harbormaster's uh, doings. Harbormaster's assistant uh, received a handsome present from your first mate, Vig, to. Uh, for a little bit of information on uh, one of the ships in dock, maybe the Osirian trader, the Fawn. She'll be leaving port, or she's scheduled to leave port in seven days' time. So I suspect that your ship will be remaining in port until then. If you want to get to Crossport Water, you'll need to. You will need a seaworthy ship, but. If you're looking to entertain yourself with the local islands for a bit, um, until our boys and girls get out of their uh, stay at the big house, 
Uh, we do have a smuggler's skiff available, should you wish to do a little pleasure cruising of the surrounding coastland. Hmm. We'll uh, want it back before you make your way back on your ship. Oh, makes, you... makes sense. I think one of the things we've definitely got to do is um, uh, pay our little gnomish friend his due because uh, he, he's been worth his weight in gold today. Yeah, he put himself out quite a bit. So if we could... I will see what I can do about an early release program for him. Yeah, if um, maybe we could... I mean, there's a fair amount of gold in those bags, isn't there? Maybe we could take a little bit out for his bail? (laughs) I have cheaper ways, don't worry. (laughs) Okay. Someone's got connections. (laughs) Let's just say, so long as he doesn't mind never not coming back for a few months to this town... He was planning on going to Crosswater anyway. Ah. He said yesterday. Well timed, well timed. Well, I'm sure we can make things happen. Kind of rolls his shoulders a little. Besides, got drunk, started a fight. I'm sure these things can disappear. It's not too serious. It's not like he was (laughs) smuggling. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't suppose this is the first time he's been pulled up for such things. No. Oh, no. not that I've heard. Uh, I, I, I'm familiar with your, uh, with your friend. He um, came in about uh, about six weeks ago. Uh, he's been doing... Very, he's a curious fellow, uh, Taylor. Uh, I've never met a gnomish Taylor before. Not that I've met many gnomes. And, His clothes uh, are good, though. He looks like a good tailor. Indeed. He did quite a lot of high-profile dressmaking, suit-making, uh, particularly with the uh, festival. Uh, coming up. I suspect this was making a lot of business for him, which would not surprise me why he is looking to move on. Uh, I sus- that was, after all, a big uh, time. Lots of people wanting to show themselves off. Still, I'm sure that uh, I can arrange for him to be let out in uh, five or six days. Shouldn't be too much of a problem. Mm. On to I... the important thing, though. Okay. The money. <laughs> now, the... Uh, he pats the bricks of opium. Uh, I hope you will not be too offended if I keep what is my property originally. Mm. He taps the bricks. But there is a lot of gold. <laughs> uh, and he spends a little bit of time counting out. There is indeed uh, 600 gold pieces. Oh, nice. Um, yes. Some of it's in silver, Some of it's in, uh, most of it's in gold. And divided amongst the five of you, each of you get 120 gold pieces. Yes. Hey. This is a good day. There's so much money. Well, uh, I say, what are we gonna do with that? Scout my boy, we're gonna live like kings. Okay. <laughs> so decent amount of money, not quite enough to live like a king. It's good. Well, we're certainly on our way. Hmm? We're certainly on our way. I have to buy some sort of bag. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can buy yourself a nice new beard. <laughs> <laughs> but this one matches my hair. Mm, true, true. Mm, it is a fine beard. Cestia <laughs> looks at you in her little opium day. <laughs> <laughs> happily staring at your beard. <laughs> Have we got the hoods a bit down, of so around the like, back of my head at the moment? <laughs> have we got a bit of time 
now to kill before we either get back to the um, the work, the um, the ship or do whatever we're going to do next. Yeah, I mean, technically, you've got seven days of time. All right. In terms of in terms of like stuff you can do in the afternoon. Two things like, in the immediacy of now, then. Of yeah. One. He looks again at the. I'm just going to call it what it is—a gimp suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and says, "So where do you suppose he got that?" He looks up and down. My friend, if it were not for the fact that he probably had it before now, I would look to your uh, to your friend uh, Fighty. That's <laughs> sort of what I was wondering. Yeah, possibly. But it's possible. He, it's possible he made it, but uh, I don't know. That looks like it had some use. Yeah, gives me so an idea. Gives me an idea. He's been there for a while. <laughs> now, out of character, yeah. is there a like official Harbour Master's office? Like overlooking the. Oh yes, the, there is. Right. <laughs> does it have a flagpole we can run? It, it oh, does hell have yeah. a flagpole. Oh, yes. You know I am going to try and uh, put that up the flagpole. Yes. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. My friend and he, uh, Casimir gets up and uh, moves over to a large crate and pulls the front of the crate open. It looks like it's sealed, and you can see there is a set of steps down behind it. This will take you um, about four streets. It'll take you a couple of streets down. We've uh, knocked our way through some old, uh, some old basements. It will allow you to leave this place without being seen. Get you a little closer to the, uh, to the docks. But maybe you might want to rest a little bit and uh, wait for the edge to run off this At and least, catch his pipe. Yeah. Just a small rest. Um, yeah. Feeling a little squishy to be subtle right now. Um, no, that's fair enough. There is one thing I wanted to ask you, Celestia, though. Yes. And um, he takes off his um, his pack and he rummages around in the uh, the depths of it for uh, a little while. And you see, like, he pulls out the belaying pin that he would use as a club and so the bottles of the cockatrice venom <laughs> various and, random things yeah. um, and he pulls out a long thin piece of spiked metal that you would recognise immediately as mm. an arrow and he says mm-hmm. now I got this a little while ago Yes. And all I know is it's elvish. Do you, would you happen to know what kind of elves made this? I'm going to take it off him. Make a history check, please. Oh, God. There's something which is immediately obvious to you, but make a history check to see what else you can believe. Oh, God. 11. Okay. Uh, Not the worst. You recognise this kind of arrow. These are... Um, well, first of all... Uh, you recognise the material on the end uh, just because you've seen it before, although most wouldn't. It looks um, a lot like patterned folded steel. Um, and if you think Damascus steel, you're kind of in the right sort of area. Uh-huh. Uh, those just nice patterns, but it's darker. It's like a, it's like a, 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 it's like sort of lines of silvery steel, like and lines of kind of dark, very dark steel mm. in its pattern. Uh, this is this arrow is tipped with adamantium, Ooh. Uh, which 
which is a... Would I know that? That's a metal that I recognise. You've seen it before, because you've seen arrows like this before. Uh, Often they are used as trophies uh, when when war is, you know, when it's not a time of war. These arrows are useful for for one reason, that they are basically unbreakable, uh, if properly used. So, and they are are kind of used historically as a bit of a, a bit of a boast. It was a proof of the archer's skill that they had like this one arrow that would always find its mark and always kill its mark so that they could get it, go and retrieve it. Ah, okay. And it would be the habit of uh, the archer, of these elite archers, to essentially have forged into the shaft, uh, like into in a line of adamantium into the shaft so they couldn't easily be removed, their own name or their family name. Ah, uh, okay. So it would, it would essentially be a, uh, like, a, like, a, like a trophy piece that could be passed down. And you would actually sometimes have multiple generations of elves uh, use you know use the family arrow. Use to, this one yeah, arrow to prove that they were that awesome. Can I have a look at the shaft and see if there's a name there on it? There is a name on it. It's What's in, the name? Uh, it is an elven. It is Rothenol. Uh, it looks to be perhaps four or five hundred years old. So this is right. yeah. This is uh, this would probably have been used. You would guess by an elite archer of the uh, Rothenol uh, clan, uh, maybe. Like three generations ago. Hmm. Okay. By Elven Reckoning. Where did you get this? Do you recall that uh, gnome we uh, ran into just before we uh, found where salts had. No. Um, where uh, yeah. Smith had, uh, had hold himself up. The one with the cool tattoos. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I got it off her a while ago. I could tell that it was valuable, but um, I, I, to be honest, I, I don't know too much about um, elven history and practices, and it's not so much uh, of use to me as a weapon, but um, I just thought it was something that was worth hanging on to, you know? Uh, it probably is. It's um. It's it's drow. Um. It's basically what we like to call a my dick's bigger than yours arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um. Yeah. They the archers do a thing where you know you only have one arrow, and the idea is when you kill someone, you get it back because you know you're that good a shot that you don't need more than one arrow. Um. So it's something of a family heirloom. So they still use arrows. Wow. Out of character, do they? Oh yeah, no, I assume no. they do. Gunpowder yeah. has not taken on in the Underdark, uh, mostly because combat in the Underdark needs to be quiet. Uh, if you make too much noise, especially like gunpowder type noise, then it will attract monsters like purple ones. And it will and echo so off the cave walls. Yeah, yeah. it's making a lot of noise is a very bad idea. Darling, we basically live in an enormous cave full of monsters. Do you really want to set a gun off in there? You make a fair point. I suppose you'd mm. uh, start a cave in, wouldn't you? I wouldn't bandy that arrow about if I were you. No. Uh, out of character, did she mention to me what the name on the shaft was? No. No. Okay. Um, 
Fun fact, if you use... And you can't read Elvish, can you? No. no. Yeah, I haven't said, no. I haven't mentioned the name. Uh, if used... Against... Or anything about there being names on the arrows, I've just not said that. Okay. Uh, fun fact, the, the adamantine uh, tip is, effect- is especially effective when used to break objects. Uh, it it does double damage against uh, well, it's technically it's a critical hit when you, when it hits any sort of object or structure. Yeah. Uh, and I will say house ruling for the purposes of this, it counts. It is able to bypass the resistance of creatures that are resistant to piercing non magical damage. Mm. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Not that any of us shoot arrows, but. Yeah. But if need be, you could stab with it. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. No, you, you could um, use it as a tool rather than as a, a weapon, specifically. Yeah. Um, how, how old does it look? Again, you'd say, like, more based on the style of the, like the, and, and the fashion of it, four or five hundred years. It's being made of adamantium. Like the wood might have been replaced, but the but the core shaft, like the the core, the arrowhead itself, and part of the shaft have not rusted or degraded since the day it was forged. Mm. Um, when she turns around the shaft and reads yeah. the name, says she's going to kind of like put it down, like she doesn't want to touch it. Um, where did your friend say she got this exactly? DM, did she actually mention it? <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't say. She right. just treated it. Uh, she she just said uh, said it was a curious, a uh, little curious piece. All right, uh, Corson says she didn't say, but she's the sort of person who just picks up all sorts. You saw that car of hers. Yes, but yeah, this is like four hundred years old and pretty niche, for want of a better word. Wonder how it made it up onto the surface. Dunno. It, it, it's drow though, so um I, I don't mean to be uh insensitive, but uh, you wouldn't happen to know where in the underdark it might have come from or uh, who specifically made it. This came from very powerful people. Right. And people not to be messed with. I think I. It's also about 500 years old. Um, So. I don't know how a person would have got it. Well. I do happen to know that elves live for quite a long time. Well, yeah, we all know that. But this is like. You know, three or four generations of elves. I mean, it, it's made of adamantium. That's why it doesn't look old. It, that metal doesn't age. It's a thing. Hmm. Well, I, I think I'll hang on to this if you don't mind. And he puts it uh, back into yeah, his. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't flash that about. Not intending to. Good. But, but thank yeah, you. You, uh, you keep hold of it. That's all right. Um. Hmm. If we ever come across that friend of yours again, I've got some questions for her. Oh, I dare say we will at some point. Hmm. She gets about a bit, you know. She looked like the type. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
you finish your rest and uh, if you wish finish you can, our pipes <laughs> yeah try and ma- finish your pipes finish your rest um, okay serious mechanics question yeah double drug drunk effects what I'm hungover right so yes. you said that if I have coffee I'm fine but then if I have a short rest it kills the coffee so yes. I have a level of exhaustion but I've had opium so the opium, Celestia's the body opium, is going through yeah, some shit what's opium, happening <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say like we're not getting too many negative effects I'm just gonna say you still got the exhaustion level okay so cool. you, but yeah. I've also got the temporary yeah, hit points from you, the opium you got the temporary hit points from the opium so but, mechanically just disadvantage on ability checks yes Cool. Actually, what I could do is during the um, uh, the short rest, I'm going to expend one of the uh, doses of the uh, healer's kit so that we mm. all get the maximum amount of hit points we can uh, yes. uh, oh. regain. So um, it's one dose per person that you use it on. Right, okay, so uh, I've got seven so, left. Yeah, so, so everyone gets an extra six hit points. Uh, sorry, it's or a D6 if you hit points. prefer, I could do a song of rest. Uh, you can actually do both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, extra two d six. Yeah, as long as you spend a hit die. Yeah, yeah I'll do some of rest. Celestia's. Um, what can Celestia sing a song about? Celestia's going to sing a song about about a sort of Robin Hood type figure firing arrows through the forest, and his arrows always find their target. <laughs> Like, da, 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 da. It's quite a yeah, you feel one. invigorated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, causing it on his just regular uh, hit die, roll a nine, so I only need a, an extra one, and I'm back to full. <laughs> yep. One of my d6 got me back to full. I have so few hit points. <laughs> I still am not at full. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. After three d6. You know, wow. it's, a, it's a good thing that we did this, actually, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like... All right. So, so have I used the the three doses? Yeah. Right. Cool. You can uh, you can always buy more uh, in town, or you can uh, forage for uh, pieces if you find yourself outside civilization. That's probably what I'm going to do actually when I get the opportunity. Is I'm going to forage. Okay. I mean, we've got money now. Yeah. But no, no, this is this is special stuff. Mm. Okay. So. No, 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 no. I'm not going to suggest that. I was considering the possibility, like, arguably you could probably buy some opium off uh, Cassidy. I was considering it, I'll be honest. Like, fuck it, let's do it. Actually, I'll tell you what, though, that that would actually be useful and beneficial to both us and the rest of the crew is put the quartermaster in touch with this fine young gentleman here. And maybe we can uh, do a deal that will uh, help us repl- uh, replenish our medical stocks. Uh, oh, this is actually a fair point. Like yeah, literal because, medical because, opium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Celestia was just going to buy like like a whatever kind of bag they sell it in for herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cassian, I like these surface herbs. How much for a little bit if you're selling? If you're not, fine too. Uh, well, since you're dealing with me, it's a fair bit cheaper than if you uh, were bought, bought it uh, officially. So, um, Mate rates, you're a gentleman and a scholar. You are a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> it does like the one I've given you. It is actually, on the street, it would be worth uh, five gold pieces. Oof. But... 
two-thirds of that are tax, so let's call it two. Two, okay. Yeah, this is the GM balancing D6 temporary hit points any time you want. <laughs> any short rest you want um, <laughs> with monetary costs. So two. Per dose. Um, would you be up for selling five doses, or is that too much? Happily. He I takes his knife so. and he cuts off the br- from the brick. And I buy some a, drugs. An appropriate, <laughs> amount of, an appropriate amount of uh, opium and sort of slices it in and cuts into uh, five... Uh, 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 portions for you. Oh, Celestia says, needs a pipe. We're going to get um, a pipe like, soon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, keep that one. Yes, that. Ah, I have more. Are you sure? Yes, not Thank a problem. You. you know what? Keep all of your pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, we at Flintlock and, uh, Flintlocks and Fireballs do not condone the, uh, the purchasing of hard drugs. We do, however, find it hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Only uh, in character are... drugs should be done. Children. <laughs> <laughs> and children just... should not even children do should not be doing And in character, yeah. even children even shouldn't, shouldn't do them. Do even this. if the children are like 27 in real life. Yeah. <laughs> we, feel, we feel it important to, uh, to note here that uh, the, the, the uh, ready supply of actually very legal opium is more a reflection of the time period <laughs> in which this is taking place. At a time when smuggling opium was less to do with its illegality and more to do with evading expense high tariff rates. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Isn't history fun, kids? <laughs> history is so fun. <laughs> so. Let's get high. Sorry, we're yeah, carrying yeah. on. Uh, Casimir says, oh, Yes, I will make a word with. I will have a word with your uh, quartermaster. See if we can replenish some of your supplies. Uh, okay, so you finish your short rest. Yeah, I tell him to go to the Charlie's Regret and ask for. I do have this name. Uh, mm. Oh, uh, Hedwig, Hedwig Solder. Yeah. Uh, Solder. I will look into that. Okay, fair warning from the GM. Um, don't. Uh, until I can figure out what the side effects are, I'm just going to say don't have more than one dose in a, a between long rests. I do. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Because there must be a consequence. Obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't take too much of this stuff. I think it's probably going to be con save or unconsciousness uh, mm. for, for some time. Makes but, sense. Yeah. Opium Given that it's opium, right. yeah. most likely yeah, the, the, the immediate side effect would be falling into a long uh, poppy sleep. But I'll balance that in between episodes. I do. <laughs> okay, so you make your uh, yeah. So what do you guys want to do then? Let's go find a flagpole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, given, I guess yeah. How how uh, brazenly do you want to walk in uh, towards the harbour? Like, how much do you trust that uh, you haven't been seen? I'm going to actually wait until night. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to take off my disguise, obviously, take off my makeup, and take off the cloak, actually, and just, like, bundle it up in a bag. Yeah. I'm going to wait until Um, night, put it up, and then uh, just leave it there for the morning. (laughs) Fair enough. If you guys want to wait until night, then you can actually have a long rest, really, if you... Should we do that? Yeah. That'd be really nice. Yeah, okay, you long rest, your exhaustion level goes away. After you just... Basically, camp out in the safe house for the. I rest assume of the our day. temporary hit points from the yeah. opium are gone. Yeah. Tem- yeah. Temporary hit points from the opium are gone. Um, it's my spells. And uh, after you know, after spending a couple of hours there, Casimir and uh, Lucia go make their way, but not before Lucia tells you uh, 
where to find uh, the skiff they have moored up. Nice. Uh, as you're kind of resting, it does occur to you, looking at your map that was uh, that was scrawled out by the uh, cartographer of the surrounding area. So long as you stuck to the coasts, which you would need to do with a skiff like this, it's not really built for cross-sea travel, you could get to uh, Slavitska's Isle in a day. Oh, so we've got a week to play with and we could get to Slavitska's Isle. Yeah. How many competent sailors does it take to sail this thing? I'm going to say it's a smuggler's craft, so you could do it with the three of you. Yep. I mean, me and Scamp are rubbish. Skiffs are not very, very big. If if causing as the experienced mariner here, kind of supervise the other two. Yeah, told us what to do flat out. Yeah, then yeah, like it's it's designed it's 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 designed to be manned by few people to have a low profile and essentially to be able to make its way along coasts and not deep water to well to convey very smuggled goods. Does it have a name? Uh, something this small? Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Uh, give me a moment. Okay. The Kipper. The Kipper. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's a good name. So, yeah. Uh, you wait until nightfall. It says on the way that, can I have the codpiece? <laughs> Do you need the codpiece? I'm going to have it. Uh, yeah, you know what? Have it. Yeah, it, it's um, it, it's the other parts that are going to be uh, well, they're they're going to flap about in the wind more readily anyway. I think the codpiece is the least of his worries, if I'm <laughs> honest. Um, also, I have plans for this codpiece. <laughs> he okay. kind of looks sidelong at you, like mm-hmm. not plans that you couldn't talk about in broad daylight in front of a child. What? Nothing, Chady. What? Uh, what is this thing? No. Require a midnight blue leather codpiece. <laughs> what is it for? Uh, it's for fishing. Mm. It's really big. You could keep lots of stuff in it. Yeah, it's where it's for fishing. You catch the fish with it. Yeah, it's where you keep your fishing Cod, pole. Specifically. <laughs> Does it smell of fish? Ah, I wouldn't smell it. It might smell like horrible, horrible fish, yes. Cestia's <laughs> just going to put it in a bag whilst, whilst laughing at Corson's fish line comment because that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, where you keep your rod. Uh, anyway! It's, <laughs> it's not big enough for that. <laughs> Let's go and put the harbour master's clothes up on the thing. Yeah, so you, judging from the codpiece, you're not that impressed by the si- uh, by the uh, by the size of Ankra's tackle. Um, so. <laughs> oh God, how many fishing puns? Oh, so many. <laughs> oh, fishing uh, puns for falling. days. Sadly, we, we are falling for them, uh, hook, line, and sinker. Ah! <laughs> so, is it if we waited for night already? Yeah, that yeah, night has come. Um, okay. So you're easily able to steal out towards the docks with your cargo. So here for this. <laughs> <laughs> Prepared. Um, yeah, I'm going to say there's a few of the pious uh, standing watch around the harbour master's office. They look furious. I'm sure they do. As yeah, we're walking along the pissed. pontoon, can I mm. see um, 
if I can remember where it was that I saw the uh, the beam out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say you easily can, and you can see where a replacement beam has been. It's just a little newer looking <laughs> than the others has been placed over that. Uh, I <laughs> indicate downwards to the other two. I go, that one there. Sploosh. No way. Perfect. Okay, um, so yeah, the flagpole is on top of the Hobber Master's office. office. Alright. Um... Can you say how do you want to try and get get up there? What sort how of many building? People around? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, the hubmaster's office is basically the office itself is actually on top of a gantry over a large sort of uh, over a large uh, warehouse uh, type uh, building for seized uh, and various waiting goods. Uh, but there is a st- yeah, there's a staircase up to it. Uh, and uh, the roof itself is probably about forty feet up, uh, and the flagpole is on top of the roof. Okay. Uh, there is there is a sort of ladder up to the top from within the office, mm. or you could conceivably try to get there from a surround, from a nearby building. Okay. The, yeah, are there uh, any drain the pipes pipe? I could climb up? Oh, luck check. There is. Ah. Oh. It's right. a long one, uh, but and it's but it is. With a stealth check, it could, you'd be able to make it without the uh, pious out front noticing you. <laughs> right. Uh, I asked the others, right, okay. You guys stay here. Make sure they don't move. They look like they've had a bit of a day of it already. <laughs> now, I'm going to climb up the uh, the drain pipe here, and I'm going to go across the, uh, the roof, lower down the flag, put uh, put this, uh, the clothing over the top of the flag, and then just raise the whole lot back up. Okay. I'll be ready um, to make a distraction. Yeah, we'll get we'll get distractions ready. Mm. Right, you are. Okay. And he sort of makes the AOK sign and uh, takes the um, the remainder of the gimp suit, uh, puts it in his um, his backpack, and starts working his way slowly up the drain pipe. Okay. Um... So yeah, make uh, make a stealth check first of all, please. Stealth. To approach the uh, drain pipe without too, being too noticed. Ah, that's not great. That's a seven. Okay, as you're making your way towards the pipe, one of the pious kind of peers into the darkness. Uh, as soon as he, he starts reacting, can yeah. I do cast Minor Illusion? Yeah, what do you cast? Uh, I am going to cast the sound of Fighty's voice singing very loudly <laughs> from the other direction about how all the pious are idiots. <laughs> oh. oh, have you heard the tale or two about those pious fools? They often like to fall over all their stupid rolls. They t- make, a, make a deception check, please. <laughs> Oh, not great. Um, 14? It's enough. They turn, <laughs> turn, and you can see one of them has a black eye <laughs> in the moonlight. Like, that fucking gnome! <laughs> and they both stride off. Oh, no. Okay, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah roll, roll an athletic I check. actually said that to you in character, though. That was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> like, rhyming that quickly, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yes, it was all me. <laughs> um, yeah, make it roll an athletics check. It was a very good improvised song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, athletics check, please. Athletics, right. Hmm. 
Okay, that's a... Thirteen. It takes a long while. You actually have to take a break halfway through. It's like... <laughs> clamber, <laughs> clamber, clamber. By the time you get to the top, your arms are just like are, are, are burning. But... Well, he's only small. He's like it's probably yeah, going to yeah. be really difficult actually for him to reach from one rung on the uh, on the drain pipe to the other. He's having to basically yeah. shin up this thing very <laughs> yeah, very slowly. Yeah, he's shimmying up this he's lead so drain tiny. pipe. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, um, there's. Uh, <laughs> At one point, like when you're about halfway up, uh, rain starts to fall <laughs> as well. Aww. Like just sort of starts to come out. There's a passing shower which slicks the pipe. You can feel water gushing down it before you finally make it to the top. All right. The shower end. The shower ends not long after as well. <laughs> I, I, just as the shower hits, Corzin does a kind of um, half turn, looks straight into camera with the uh, <laughs> sort of forlorn expression, like really. <laughs> <laughs> As you're doing this, um, Corson, you see um, there is, and Celeste, you can see this looking at this, there is a shimmer around the bottom of the drain pipe, and then slowly cycling its way up, you can see the form of the rainbow spirit Aww. just following Corson and kind of seeming to observe this curiously. Okay, how tall is this building? Uh, like I said, the roof is about 40 feet up. Okay, oh. right, so, um, just to remind our, our viewers at home, or our listeners, rather, um, Corzin is two foot ten. <laughs> so... This is a lot of Corzin's tall. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he, he's just climbed many, many, many times his height. Can we see Corzin doing this? Yeah, it's like 15, ti- 15 times your height. Yeah. I was yeah, going to wait yeah, for someone guys, who was better at maths than me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, um, I lean over to Scamp and go, maybe I should have climbed. I mean, it's a long way for him, isn't it? Maybe. Mm. Uh, he looks fine. Keeping <laughs> an eye out for the guards coming okay. back. Um, yeah, same. By the time Corson has got to the top, you can see the two pious returning. Couldn't find the little bugger. Again, the sound of him laughing in the distance, but from a different direction. direction. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Give me another distance. Um, That's 25. Oh, you thought you found me, didn't you? Over here. (laughs) It's got to be a trick. It's got to be a trick. Oh, I'm sure it's a trick. I'm not really here. I'm just throwing my voice. That's it. (laughs) 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 They charge off in the other direction. All right, so I go over. I actually I ruffle Scamp's hair like yes. <laughs> so I go over to the um, bottom of the flagpole. Mm. You l- can see there's the uh, bright sort of blue and yellow flag with the with, with the uh, with the sort of almost like ancient structure of a barn depicted on the bright hallish flag. Right. The sunrise behind. Okay, now I'm gonna do this specifically so that. On one side, it's like the um, uh, the executioner's uh, mask with the yep. tail sort of flapping out ahead of it, and on the you other side, flapping, didn't you? Flapping, yes. yes. What did you think I said? <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> Worst uh, word you could have used. <laughs> <laughs> and on the other side, 
is the uh, the the gag and the other accoutrement. <laughs> yep, the harness. Uh, do you put the, uh, the the midnight blue cloak up there as well? Oh <laughs> yes. In fact, yeah. just one quick thing before I put the uh, the midnight blue cloak up there. Yeah, I'm going to examine it. What is it made out of? Leather. Ah, uh, rather it's made out of. Um, it's made out of uh, kind of uh, quite a, a fine blue cotton. I'm going to say rather than leather. Okay. It's the, it, yeah. Actually, wait, no. Did I say the executioner's hood was made out of leather? No, nope, that it is. It is. Yeah, you did say the. Yeah, was made no, out of no. It's made out of leather as well. Then. All right. It's a cloak. Yeah, it's dead. midnight blue leather. Like Ooh. shiny leather, like what kind of yeah. leather are we talking? Oh, creak, God. creak, creak, creak. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That literally has no idea what's happening right now. Just, so just basically, I'm going to do it so that it obscures yeah. either side of the the flag's face, yep. so anyone looking at it is going to uh, to see that, and just for good measure, um. Do I have any uh, chalk or writing material of any kind with me? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I've, like, given that you planned this, you could have easily found some uh, chalk beforehand. Right, okay. Um, then on the inside of the, uh, the cloak, I am going to, uh, to write in very big letters... Yeah, um. Oh yeah, uh, Regent saves the pious. <laughs> Underlined. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Okay, and I oh. sort of slowly. Um, I mean, if there's any wind, it doesn't matter. But I, I slowly raise. Uh, it's, the... it's you, 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 you kind of finish it. And oh, no I didn't know what. No, what you... I'll do. I'll yeah. put it at half mast. Yeah, <laughs> you put it at half mast. Um, as it's as you step back to admire your handiwork, the uh, rainbow spirit flickers around the pole for a moment, and a gust of wind raises up and blows it out in its full glory. Admire it. Wonderful. Causing grins a like a little pride flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the rainbow spirit's supportive of his kink. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't kink shame people. We shouldn't, but it's also very funny because he's not a nice yes. guy yes. <laughs> to put his gimp suit flapping yes. in the wind. <laughs> If he wasn't such a hypocrite, it would be fun. It would be so fun. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that, that is the entire um, purpose of this exercise. It's not that he um, does these things that's the problem. It's that he tells other yeah, people they right, shouldn't. Dude, yeah. <laughs> As you, uh, you struggle yourself and make your way down, I need another athletics check. As you make your way down the 40-foot high drain pipe. All right. <laughs> Come on, Corsin. Don't fuck this up. All right. That's a... Oh no, that's a sixteen. Okay, you shimmy your way back down, shimmy, just shimmy. as once, once again, these two like very exasper you reach, you hit the ground just as these two exasperated-looking pyres make their way back down. <laughs> back in. <laughs> it's so tempting. <laughs> so like, just for fun. Fuck it, can't be real. So I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing the wrong voice. I'm tired of this shit. It's just very low, but just so they can hear it, like sniggering. 
Just his voice snickering again from a different direction. Okay, because it's three times in a row, this time you'd make a deception check with disadvantage, because <laughs> they're a bit wise to yeah. this. <laughs> Very funny, though. <laughs> 22. Oh my god! <laughs> 22! <laughs> we just rolled a 15 and a 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they turn back and there's this time there's actual haunted fear in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they draw their weapons. Ah, oh, fuck it! <laughs> charge off! <laughs> I love shit. Okay. Um, as, um, as, the, uh, as you return, Corson, the, uh, the rainbow spray, which seems to have been what, uh, observing this, rolls, comes back down, it briefly pulses along Scamp's shoulders, although Scamp, you're completely unaware of this, before kind of felt, uh, like moving over your group for a moment and then deciding, after some consideration, to start following Celestia. Oh, the rainbow spirit. Yeah. Oh. Can Celestia see that? Yeah, yeah. Celestia can see that. I go, hello. <laughs> rainbow spirit sort of flutters like it's another octopus. Them. I like fiddle about with it in the end of my fingers like yeah. I'm sort of stroking it like a little yeah. cat. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh no, this one's a rainbow. You're all crazy. <laughs> Would we yeah, know what causes us to be yet. able to see these and what, um, what and why um, Scamp can't? Uh, make a religion check. Okay. Oh, that's a. Uh, hang on. Ah, oh, that's a. Yeah, seven. No. <laughs> no <laughs> it no. just boil. It seems to boil down to you just can, as far as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and we know we're not crazy because somebody else can, can see, see them. Yep. Also, you have seen spirits your whole lives. Yeah, but, yeah. this is not new. Um, okay, you make your way. Uh, so yes, you with your with your deed done and just seeing for a few moments reflected in the moon before the uh, spirit-infused wind dies away, the most admirable gimp flag flying, <laughs> oh. <laughs> flying above the harbour master's office. It's a pretty suit. Yeah. Yes, for fancy dress. I like fancy dress. Good. That one. That. I'm just. That's just gonna leave. <laughs> the harbour master's office from the deck of the Charlie's Regret. Yeah. Yes, can we can. just sit yes, watch? Like it's like just sit with our legs dangling over the edge, watching the chaos. Just waiting for the sun okay, to come. Yeah, yeah. You that's sit, exactly what Corson's gonna do. And um, as as dawn uh, comes, the. Um, Little rainbow spirit leaves your shoulders for a little bit. With, uh, with the coming of dawn, you can see the docks beginning to surge back into into business. You know the day of fe- the festival day before gone, uh, and just as the sun is now clearly has just risen to the point where it clearly light the the lights the golden rays are just hitting the top of the harbour master's office. The pair of you can just see a faint flicker of rainbow light, <laughs> and a wind blows. And the flag unfurls. Ah, <laughs> oh, incredible. <laughs> and they uh, and suddenly you start to see people look up and then double take. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just hear the distant sounds of clamoring and, and what, what the fuck? <laughs> and you can just see as the, as the form of uh, Hard Master Anchor is already on his way into work. <laughs> stops, looks up, and you can just hear from across the harbour. And I can't think of a better note to end it on. (laughs) Yeah, I think that. 
thank you all for listening. Um, once again, farewell from all of us here at uh, Flintlocks and Fireballs, Thersees, and Natural Twenties. When thieves are seeking for your loot, be sure to conceal your gym suits. We'll fill out pipes and take a drag, then raise a rather risque flag. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcimere. No crack and storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.